Okay, it is time for the TGIF podcast, episode number 12. Yay! Hey, has it been an actual year? Technically, next month is our... Okay. What month is it? It's September, right? Technically, it's September. It's today's It will be September. It will be When this releases, it will be September. A little late than normal. Yeah. It will be September. So it's our one-year anniversary, like September 12th or something like that. So yay, yay us, TJF podcast. I can't believe we've done twelve of these. Feels I like know. we just started. Feels like we just started this endeavor. I'm your host Ryan. I'm here with sexy Greg, the Pharaoh Wizard. Hey, hello. I got to. I have a new nickname because this is a different computer right now. I'm okay. just Greg B, but I'll think of something. Come up with one. Nice. I always miss. Mark always has a fun one. Mark's here as well. Mega Star Mark, what's up? Hey, how's everybody doing? We're uh, taking a little break from our normal TGIF stuff this yeah. week, aren't we? This is going to be fun. It is totally different. Totally different menu this month. Mm-hmm. TGIF adjacent shows shows that everyone thinks we're on TGIF, but they actually weren't. Yeah, this came to be. I'm going to mess up his name. Asa? Yeah, Asa. Asa, you get the credit for this episode because we put it on Twitter. What's your favorite TJF character that you, you know, wasn't a super popular one. And he said, like, some stuff from Blossom and some other stuff. I was like, those aren't TJF shows, but they're great answers. And that's what's on this episode. (laughs) Let's see what else is out there. I also thought that maybe the Drew Carey show. Yeah, you know what? I thought about it way too late, um, that been but good. I think if I think regrettably I would have added that. But it's I, funny how many options there were that we could pick yeah. from. Like a lot of people just kind of assume it was part of the same comedy block that was right. out there, and there was a lot of shows that we. I think we have. I think the five we picked are excellent representations of kind of that era, uh, because we kind of span from like the perfect strangers like late '80s all the way to like the step by step mid '90s, late '90s shows. We really did a good job. You know, Ryan, you did a fantastic job picking episodes for us to watch this time. This was the easiest one I've ever done because I just, every show I just Google best episode of show. <laughs> and then <laughs> a few options would pop up and be like, all right, I'll go with that one. Or I remember that one. So I'm going to pick that. So these were uh, all considered to be the best or they, some of the best representations of these shows? Every single one is considered to be either the best episode or one of the best episodes that... Oh. We're part of these shows. I have. I kind of thought that. Nah, well, there's one I have thoughts on. They, there but... might be one. I'm pretty sure Blossom was not of like a proper list. It was like some just some random stuff. Like, oh, that one's fun. Yeah. I picked that one. I'm pretty sure Blossom was not. Uh, most of the other ones, though, mm-hmm. were on lists. Somebody published of the top episodes. So. Wow. I think this could episode could be like every year, right? Once a year, we tackle yeah. a new set of five sitcoms from this era that are sort of TJF adjacent. We were just talking like Drew Carey. That that's an easy yeah. one. Like Spin City. There you go. There's another one. I mean, that that's right. also one I always assumed was on TGIF, but never was. Yeah, that could have easily been in the last block. Yeah, like right. the parents now yeah. can watch. Last month, we did the Disney episodes. It was, it was a, well, maybe our best episode it, ever. It was our best episode ever, right? Don't think be it bashful. Was. It was. I think a, it was. That was a ball. We had a, we had a great time recording it. We had a so great time fun. interacting with people afterwards. So yeah, I, 
a lot of messages. I got yeah. messages from a lot of people saying that <laughs> they they disagreed. They agreed. There are a lot of there's a lot of Disney opinions out there of like, I remember those restaurants. There was so many like Disney opinions. I was getting messages yeah. about like, oh okay, yeah, a lot of fans of Greg's dad. The ultimate winner. (laughs) The ultimate winner, Greg's dad. He doesn't know how to find a podcast, so I'm clear on that. (laughs) There's a video out just about Greg's dad. Find on our uh, YouTube page, (laughs) TJF Pod. Just a little. If you don't want to listen to the three hours, which you should, or whatever it was, almost three hours, you should go watch the Greg's dad video. It's on our Twitter. Very funny. Very very funny. And actually like percentage of cutting out that was like 99 percent no cuts yeah like, that has never happened like usually we cut like 10 or 12 minutes or 20 minutes depending on what's going on zero i cut almost zero only like stumbling over our words that was it because it was so good <laughs> i couldn't leave anything on the cutting room floor so Usually you cut anytime like we reference X-Pac. That's typically when you decide to cut that out. <laughs> number one here incoming. Always, always. I love X-Pac, but can't can't be in every episode. Although he has been. I think he's 12 for 12 now. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> there he is. You my boy, Sean. Can't cut it out this time. Nope. All right. Home Improvement Season 3, Episode 10, A Frozen Moment. Tim builds a Christmas village and his family has to wear costumes. Not a great description there, Amazon Prime. Does everybody know what time it is? Tool time! That's right. Bid for Tools is proud to present Tim, the Tool Man, Taylor! Thank you, Heidi. And welcome to Tool Time Salute. The bathroom. I am Tim the Tool Man Taylor, and you all know my assistant Al. It's my potty. I'll cry if I want to, boy. <laughs> Just can't resist the bathroom humor, can you, Tim? So, did you watch Home Improvement before we get into this? Let's, do you remember watching it? Was it one of your favorites? For sure. Uh, I mean, I definitely watched it, and I, I do remember it fondly. Um, but, you know, it is important to know that my parents were relatively strict with my TV watching. So like my options were not tremendously limited um, or they weren't, they weren't vast. Like this was a show my parents let me watch. Therefore I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do remember it fondly, but I don't know if like given the full swath of options, if this was one I would have chosen or not. I mean, I definitely watched it. Uh, I, I really distinctly remember like Wilson and liking the whole gimmick where you can only see half of his face uh, as a kid, for some reason in my mind, like he didn't exist from, you know, the, the nose down. I thought that was, you know, I just couldn't get, I didn't get the joke at the time other than like you never saw, you know, his face. I thought that was kind of fun, but I definitely remember it. I remember Jonathan Taylor Thomas, you know, kind of at yep. his like little spike in popularity at the time. Um, rewatching this episode, I had kind of forgotten about the youngest kid. Completely forgot about that one. So it was kind of nice to, to revisit some of this. It was it was always one that I, I can't remember what day it was on, but I always remember watching. It was like well, we've talked about it before. When you're a kid, you had nothing else going on. So at eight o'clock, our generation anyway, you just sat in front of the TV and watched whatever was on. So this this was always this was always a watch for me. Okay, home improvement. Not one I was uh, super into as a kid. I remember the episode where they revealed the neighbor's fate. Like he comes out from behind the fence. I kind of remember that. And I remember JTT. And I remember liking Tim Allen. 
but that's about it. Really don't remember that much about this. This was not one of my, not in my rotation. It was a sitcom from that aired on ABC. So there you go, right there. Yep. Right. From ninety-one through ninety-nine, totaling two hundred and four wow. episodes. Wow, one of the most watched sitcoms in the United States won many awards. Tim Allen was a stand-up comedian, and it launched his career. Pamela Anderson was also part of the show for two seasons. Did not know really? that. I think she was the girl before the the Tool Time girl. I think before uh, the other girl took over. Interesting. After she retired from like watching dolphins, you know, in that one Disney episode, she went over <laughs> to Tool Time. All right. So this episode is a Christmas episode, technically, and we start on Tool Time, which this show could have kind of just been Tool Time. Like Tool Time could have been the whole show. It's the funniest stuff yeah. on there, pretty much. Yeah, sure. yeah. We yep. start with a salute to bathrooms. Uh, we talk about toilet seat covers. We make a lot of anti-women jokes. So many ladies putting their mm. stupid soaps out. Got to make fun of that. So we're going to do man bathroom. We put football soap on a rope. Al, Al is great. Al's oh, yeah. assistant in tool time is great. Also family feud host. So also great there. He says, I'll get naked and go long. And that's the beginning of the show. And we get the theme song, which is memorable, but not. I Is it iconic? I don't know. Uh, no, I, I mean, so I don't think so. No, well, nah. maybe again. Maybe I just remember it. Yeah, no. But like when I think of icon, like the perfect strangers theme song, where there's maybe right. it's because there's no words to it. We touched on that in another episode, but because yeah. it's just kind of instrumental, I wasn't, you know. Right. Totally into like that beginning riff. I always associate with it. But then after that, I couldn't tell you what the song sounds like. It feels familiar, but not not iconic. Yeah. Last year at Thanksgiving, there was a food fight. This time there. Oh, it is Thanksgiving, right? Sorry. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Not, and they're preparing for they're preparing Christmas. for. Christmas. Yeah, right, so it's right. kind of a both a double. A bunch of lumber shows up and Tim has a vision of making the perfect Christmas card photo. So he explains his idea to the his three little boys, and they say the your your idea sounds stupid. <laughs> his wife says you can do it if you don't get carried away, but of course he's going to. Tim is going to get crazy carried away. He already ordered a giant reindeer <laughs> that he has to hide from her. the The wife is pretty good. I forget her name. Yeah, she is good. So touching on that real quick, because this is the perfect time to talk about it. I remember like she was just there she, when I was growing up as a kid mm-hmm. watching it back now as an adult. I, I don't know that actress's name, but she's phenomenal. She's really good at playing that like kind of glue that keeps the family together. Sure. Um, I, I like that. I like I, I thought she was very good in this. I agree. I thought she was surprisingly good. We go to tool time. We've got a bathroom for men only. It looks like a rocket ship. It's 100% stainless steel. <laughs> There's a floor drain. So if you pee on the floor, this just goes right in the drain. You have your own drying system in there. Just pee on the, on the, on the mat, uh, you know, in your bathroom. That's what I the, do, yeah, right? It, it absorbs it. Who cares? That's what it's there for, I'll right? Go to Greg's house and pee on the mat. That's what I do anytime I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, that's why you have your special bathroom outside. <laughs> Thank you. It's right near the bamboo. Did you guys have the fuzzy toilet seat cover as a kid? Yes. yes. Oh. I never had that. 
I went oh to people's God. houses and I thought that that is. Gross. I would just hold it in if that was the case. <laughs> I think it's gross. <laughs> My parents had it. I would say up until about five years ago, they had that in one of their bathrooms. That fuzzy. Wow. Bathroom. We get a reclining toilet, of course. It's kind of a fun joke. Al says, "If there's a fridge in here, I would never leave this room." And uh, Tim hits a button, and of course, a fridge pops up. <laughs> Kids all dress up like elves. JTT is a star, just <laughs> the best, just shining light on this show over all the other kids who are terrible at acting. What's yeah. the older kid in? He's in other stuff, right? Is he? I, my God. He was, I don't know. In... I feel like I've seen him before in like Little Giants or something weird like that. He played like, yeah, he played like the side guy in a bunch of things. I want to say like Blank Check or Richie Rich or something like that. Or yeah. maybe it, he's like, He's like shitty kid in class and a bunch of stuff. Seemed like yeah. rookie of the year is like one of the yeah, friends maybe or he's something. Rookie of the year. <laughs> he he strikes me as like a '90s Billy Zabka, or you know, like just that kind of like asshole, like you know, popular kid. He could be. He, yeah, he thought he was going places. He thought he was the next Devin Sawa, but yeah. didn't happen. You ain't you uh, ain't no Simba, man. You ain't no Simba. <laughs> it's only JTT, baby. <laughs> they say they're gonna go take this picture, but Tim walks out as a Mountie. Can you? This did not work for me. They're all dressed up as Santas and elves, and he's a Mountie. Mm. Don't know. Mom is wearing a skimpy Mrs. Claus dress. He he picked out for her, and she's like, "This is a picture." Yeah. He's like, "Yes," and also we'll be doing this later. She uh, she raided Carol's closet from step by step. He uses a snowblower to fake make fake snow. And of course, he runs it through the glass door and yeah. smashes it. All the pies get burned for Thanksgiving. The neighbor guy gives advice to, he's like a philosopher, mm-hmm. you know, gives Tim Allen advice about the true vision. The true big vision is a loving family. Then we see all the boys cheering on the lions on Thanksgiving, which is a sad existence. <laughs> this Can you imagine me. having to cheer the lions on? And they, this is a good joke because they're yes. like, oh, 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 will you guys stop? What's the score anyway? They're like, it's 61 to three. We might have a chance. Very realistic for Lions fans. As all three of us are big football fans. I, I really enjoyed that joke. That was good. <laughs> That's what we call in the era the Scott Mitchell era. So they were oh my <laughs> in God. really bad shape. So. Scott Mitchell era. Al's got a girlfriend. Not great. She tells a terrible mm-hmm. joke. Nobody likes. Nobody seems to like her. Tim Allen says, why don't we say what we're all thankful for? So then the girlfriend goes on and on and on about how great Al is. And then Tim and Jill talk about how they actually do love each other, even though tim destroys the house all the time they go for another attempt at the picture and al says you're you're set here looks like it's about to fall over there's so much snow on there and he ignores him and then the snow falls on them and the picture is ruined again and then we go back to the tool to uh tool time and it's they're ordering pizzas from the bathroom while there's no audience like the show is not on the air i thought the show was on the air first and it's not they're just hanging out in the studio ordering pizzas from the stainless steel bathroom and then we end on a uh, blooper reel for the credits yep and i do like bloopers yeah shows at the end turns out i like this a whole bunch 
Mm-hmm. Love, loving me some bloopers. So what do we think of Home Improvement's best episode? I question that. There's probably a better one. There's no way but, this is the best yeah, episode. No this way. is the one I was talking about where I'm like, I have a real hard time to believe this is the best that Home no. Improvement could trot out. No. Um. So... <laughs> <laughs> The lack of bulky really makes this a problem. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that we haven't had perfect strangers in like three months makes know, this a problem. God. Um, I liked this episode. Um, I thought it was pretty funny. I thought everybody in the show had a ton of charisma. Like, okay. you know, I don't like Tim Allen as a real world person, but in this show, I thought he it it made sense to me why he had a TV show. Jill, I think, is her name in the yeah, show. Right. Jill. Uh, Patricia something is her real name. Yeah. I only know that because she had the same name as my mom. She played with Tim Allen very, very well, like kept a straight face while still being funny against Tim Allen's eccent- eccentricities. Al was fucking great. Al was great. Um, Wilson was great. But at the same time, like nothing happened in this episode. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot here. It, it almost, in a very strange way, it almost felt like an SNL. Like it felt like a sketch comedy show. It was like, now Tim makes this. Now Tim goes to the bathroom. Now Tim watches the football game. Like each one sort of felt like a funny little vignette. Whereas, mm-hmm. like nobody learned fucking anything, right? Like Tim, Tim learned. Is, he learned to love his family. Yeah, but he already right? loved his family. Like, but that was never in doubt. <laughs> I guess like, you know, and he had his like compromise at the end. He didn't need a snow maker, but also he had snow everywhere. So like there was no, there was no conflict. There was no character progression. There was no, there was nothing there, you know, and my very vague recollection of this show is that's literally every episode. Yes. That's exactly what I was going to say. This was so paint by numbers from what I remember about home improvement, which is always Tim goes overboard with a project or with a, a passion thing that he's, he's really into. Jill gets mad at him. They find a compromise after he talks to Wilson. Wilson always is that, you know, you should really look deep into your heart to really find the true meaning of Christmas. And that's every episode. And that's not a bad thing. <laughs> like I said, Greg, you, you, you touched on it. These guys are very charismatic. I like all the characters here, but it is very paint by numbers. Every single yeah. episode is very similar with home improvement. Now, maybe if you run for nine years or eight years, whatever it was, and you're winning all these awards and you're getting all these ratings, why change it? Keep it what's getting people to tune in. I get it. But looking back on it now, I we could have watched, I really feel any episode and I would yeah. have gotten the same type of feeling toward it. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Tim, you could have thrown a overboard. dart, and I think we would have had ex- exactly the same conversation. Yes, right, right. <laughs> Real quick, Patricia Richardson is yeah. uh, the woman who played Jill Taylor. She, uh, we're not the only ones who think she's great. She was nominated four times for an Emmy Award for ex- Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series, I twice for it. twice for a Golden Globe. Wow, uh, just her like uncomfortableness being in that skimpy outfit. Yeah. was very mm-hmm. funny to me and just like just not wanting to be there in front of her kids like dressed like that i thought that was that uncomfortable was but it's... still like coily into it yeah, yeah right, yeah, right, right. Had, it's like yeah wrong situation but good move right, right. i like the outfit not in front of my kids but right you know. should we talk about tim allen as a person <laughs> and how like <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't want to go too deep into it, but like cocaine enthusiast. He was yeah. like he's Buzz fucking Lightyear. Like he was an important <laughs> part of yeah. our childhoods, I feel like, or Still. adolescence or whatever. Like, and now he's this weirdo. <laughs> he's like a real right winger, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. It's just not lovable. I mean, anymore. and are we surprised? I mean, the the fact based the on what is, we like, saw on the show, no. <laughs> the whole premise of the show is that men are idiots and pigs, but right. also you should love them anyway because they don't know any better. Right. Kind of. They're like, also always in charge, right. according to the show. So. Like Tim is an idiot, but yeah. at the same time, he is never confronted with being an idiot because his entire support system keeps bolstering him up, which mm-hmm. to me is every problem we have. When you build a career out of a ideology and then your ideology fades from popularity to a certain extent i mean mm-hmm. you're gonna push back because you're an old fucking mm-hmm. man at this point you're too fucking i i refuse to learn the new features on my iphone i'm most assuredly not going to change my worldview once true. i hit 65 true i also think too like he hasn't really grown much i mean he's done toy story right with his voice acting in terms of him being in front of a camera he had that other tv show i think also on abc he still well, has it is okay, it still yeah, going but it's, yeah but it's the same it, character he's just like he's basically just like the right. the what greg was saying the older version of tim the tool man taylor a more curmudgeon yeah asshole. Like, you know this type of humor and the whole like you know men should have their own space it reminds me a little bit of married with children but but ed o'neill is i feel like a much more talented actor because he can go into other things also in real life he's not an asshole so like he can do and play these other characters with a little bit more panache and a little bit more range i feel like this is all tim allen has is this because it's an extension of himself you know that's why he can't really branch off and do anything extra even like buzz lightyear (laughs) i mean like right tom hanks to me is like in any of those toy story the driving force of all those movies so having him there is just you know the sidekick isn't anything special to me yeah that um that other show of his i I think it's called last man standing which in and of itself is kind of a an attack i think there was some drama about it because i think it was on abc and it got like canceled because of its yeah ideology but then Mm. it wound up somewhere else i want to say like some streaming service netflix or hulu Mm. or something like that it's probably on pure flicks by now um but i think he was one of those like at the forefront of like comedy can't exist anymore type people right he did galaxy quest right that was a great that was a great movie that's right awesome yeah it's great great movie which basically is someone wicked cool wrote that yeah it's probably gonna be Joss Whedon. I'm gonna eat my words. Uh, <laughs> he, yeah, well, I do like some of his work. Written before. by Alan Rickman. Okay, so now you feel better. Alan yeah, Rickman. Right. <laughs> yes, he was great in that. That, that was my guy. It's so a Gordon great Weaver movie. Was fantastic in it. It's a great movie. He's great in it too. Tim Allen's great in it. No, oh, no. Oh my God! It was written by a guy who literally wrote Galaxy Quest. Full stop. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Listen, he batted a thousand, man. That's, that's I'm getting out. Yeah. And then I think it was punched up by the guy who did Men in Black too. Oof, utter Ooh. failure. Yeah. Oh no. All right. Well, pedigree not not strong on Galaxy Quest. He got one. Lightning strike situation. He got one. He got yeah, one. Right. Blossom, season two, episode fourteen, the test. Blossom sits for the P S A T. In my opinionation, 
sunshine. Stop all your fussing. Slap on a smile. Come out and walk in the sun for a while. Don't like the feeling. You know you wanna have a good time. And in my opinion, nation, the sun is gonna surely. Uh, blossom memories. You got any blossom memories? This is I have about the first zero. Time I've ever seen it. I remember seeing it uh, as a commercial. <laughs> I forgot what show I was watching, but it would always pop mm. up as a commercial. For I think it was The Simpsons for some reason. I don't know why that just popped in my mind, but I remember seeing it all the time. Like, hey, tune in at seven thirty for Blossom or some shit. Mm. Uh, I never watched it. Uh, I knew of Joey Lawrence because of the commercials. Because of the, they'd always have him doing the whoa. Thing. Yeah, there was like a whole commercial where all I did was it was like every supercut of all his woes. Right. 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 Um, <laughs> this is like a whoa, whoa, watch the yeah, show. I think you're right. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's the only, in, that's the only like acknowledgement or any sort of memory I ever had of that show. So this is the first time I've ever actually seen it. I don't, I, I never had any idea who the characters were. I, even Joey Lawrence, I just knew he was on there. I didn't know what, yeah, me he, too. I thought he was a boyfriend. I had no idea. So, right. Blossom aired for five seasons on NBC. It debuted in 1990 and made a, mid-season replacement in 1991 ran through 95 blossom is a teenager living with her father and her two older brothers what is this woman's name mayim balik biak biakerman sure she's our new jeopardy host right or is that over already no she got canceled she got canceled too yeah you got canceled too yeah she said some pretty salacious things about both vaccinations this is somehow she was an anti-vaxxer before covid right um oh she was like one of those yeah right isn't she she's a neuroscientist okay all right she's a neuroscientist but also so is ben carson and that man (laughs) couldn't find his way out of a paper bag i think neuroscientists (laughs) giving giving out those neuroscience degrees to anybody (laughs) (laughs) um Yes, oh, so she, she was an anti-vaxxer uh, a couple of years back. She apparently uh, didn't vax her kids. Big, yeah. big downvote. And she also had some pretty um, uh, unsavory comments about women who get C-sections and how they're their oh, you're right. They're something. not real women. Yeah, they don't. They don't. That that's not a <laughs> what? real. What she said that right. Yes, that's like right. She they... misread some of that J.K. Rowling shit and was like, "This <laughs> yeah. talks about pregnancy, right?" <laughs> My God, C-section is literally the most horrible thing that can happen to a human being. Yeah, <laughs> calm down. Let right. these people yeah. live. It was, it was literally it was basically that. It just it dive like, into your stomach. There's a there's that's an right. instruction for C-section where it's like you can't walk or up or downstairs right. for months. That's some pretty serious shit. Calm down, Blossom. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So they put Blossom back. Yeah. Put, so and now He's the hunt's out. back on again. Right. She's out. Just put yeah. Lavar Burton in there and just yeah, get it over. That's what everybody wants. That's yeah, what everybody wants. Apparently anyway. he didn't do that good though. That's the problem. I, like, I watched that, Lavar Burton, but he wasn't was bad? actually that good. Yeah, no, he stumbled uh, a lot. But I mean, you that that could just be like the right. first time at it. Who I mean, isn't going to Burton? Never right. Trebek did it for like forty years. Right. Like, right. Come on. Everybody wants LeVar Burton. Give people what they want. Nobody's going to not watch Jeopardy because LeVar Burton's on there. So it's just like, just right. let him do it. He's the best. Everybody yeah. loves him. All right. Blossom. See, this soured me on Blossom now. Yeah. Season you, two. So I was genuinely thinking about it. The only show that we watched tonight that doesn't have somebody problematic in it is somehow The Nanny. <laughs> what? Yeah. I can't wait to get to every problem. Later ran person. his mouth mm-hmm. and fucking Will Smith's a Scientologist. Right. Like 
he's like a secret at least like at least we'll we'll get to it but at least will smith has a common decency to be like keep this shit a secret right. yeah <laughs> keep my my <laughs> shitty my now, shitty backstory a secret please now son you can be as stupid as you want that's fine but you be stupid keep, keep it off me as long as nobody knows joey and dad are working on the vcr because that's what you do. You you take electronics apart and you work on them because they're expensive yeah. and you don't want to get a repairman in there. Okay. You gotta... <laughs> they give a reason. They're, they're struggling financially. Right. So, like, you know, that's single the dad. Right, right. With three kids. Two of them are stupid as fuck. Yeah. And one of them who's smart but is going to grow up to be an asshole. All three, uh, though, are of working age. So I don't, you know, that's four incomes right there. <laughs> so just yeah, right. throwing that one out there. <laughs> Dad says repairmen take you to the cleaners and then they destroy the VCR, of course, if they break it. Uh, Joey s- tries to make a metaphor joke, which is kind of funny. He's like, you know, I understand metaphors because I'm taking the SAT and me and metaphors are like, yeah, never mind. <laughs> can come up with a metaphor. Good joke right there. That was good. He says, maybe you should look at the manuals. And dad says, never, you never look at the manual. You just do whatever. Blossom theme song. Blew me away. <laughs> Blew me away. <laughs> Could not believe it. Yeah. Could not believe it. I am a massive was- fan of Dr. John. The, oh, yeah. Okay. The, yeah. the guy who did the theme song to fucking yeah. Blossom. Why? Hey, all right. Why did Dr. Yeah. John do the theme song to Blossom? Gotta get I mean, a paycheck. I didn't do the theme song. The song oh. Somebody who was in charge of music probably gave him, that. but he right. agreed to do the song. Somehow it came across his crocodile printed desk. <laughs> <laughs> he, he decided to do <laughs> He decided to do this. Fascinating. Fascinating. He's a fascinating man. I once uh, did a show with him. Oh, and he was like really? 80 something years old and didn't really say anything and just gave me that Dr. John smile. I was like, how you doing? And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> did that like, Cheshire cat grin. I'm like, all right, I'll take it. You yeah, take it. So well, I mean, I guess. <laughs> Good, right. bad. I don't know. All right, that's fine. Whatever. Blossom studies with her friend Six. Six is one of the characters I think Asa put down as like one of his favorites. Oh. And I think she's pretty damn good. Yeah, she's good. Yeah, I like yeah, her for sure. She's I just funny. have one question: Why isn't uh, X Pac this character? It's six. I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> Got it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, six! But there's no Y in triple X after. Yes. <laughs> it also looks like this six has bathed, so you know, much better than Sean Walton. Six is freaked out about taking tests. I really like Blossom and Six together. There yep. needed to be a lot more of that. Grandpa, funny character in this. It's like, I'm going to the track. Let me take my alcoholic grandson to the track. <laughs> now, who is the grandson? I've seen this guy before. I, I, right? know, I, mean, I have too. But... Yeah, I don't remember where I've seen him, but 100% no he has been in. I feel like a shitty horror movie I watched in the 90s. I definitely have seen this kid. His real name is Michael. All right, let's find out what, what his story Soryanov. is. What's his story up here? He wrote for Conan O'Brien. Oh, wow. Right. Oh, a movie said he regretted. Ooh, ouch. Wow. And he wrote for <laughs> Mad TV and wrote for Mr. Show. Okay. Which is one of my favorite shows. Yeah, I will Mr. say Show okay. Show is so good. 
did improv at second second city was on quantum leap <laughs> definitely wasn't that uh, <laughs> was in the dark night as yeah. a joker goon holy shit he's in red Dem redemption too really who's yeah. he there uh it doesn't say assorted voice he just, he, yeah no it was it's a sorted voice yeah is it <laughs> they uh blossom and six are fun grandpa takes recovering alcoholic tony older son to the track terrible idea yeah but Joey... they did a good job with establishing we have never we don't know these characters i got right. that character pretty much right. within a couple of minutes i'm like oh, okay recovering alcoholic regrets his decisions there's probably episodes about that that we just missing but i got it yep. i'm with you joey is wondering which school he should go to to play baseball for he's an idiot though so he's probably not going to get into college he says the test is multiple guess so i'll just guess on everything and dad is like wow and then he says to the older son you ever think that he's just fucking with us <laughs> Which I thought was a good joke like that was good. you ever think he just like says stupid shit and leaves the room and just laughs and laughs about how we are falling for this and, like that uh, is a good bit yeah it's a good bit Dad fixes the plumbing under the sink because he can't pay repairman. Blossom comes in and he's like, you two are such fuck-ups. My two sons are awful, but at least I got Blossom. She's going to make it to Harvard. It's going to be fine. Tony, we find out Tony's not a college guy. He's an alcoholic. Six freaks out about the test and says that every time she opens a book, she can hear the horror, horrible screams of the people who took the test in the past. They get ready to take the test, which is, the, isn't this the practice? SAT? Yeah, I was yeah, just right. about to bring that up. Like, I, I mean, maybe they're assuming people don't quite know this, but the PSAT means nothing. Literally nothing. It's really yeah. nothing. If you yes, completely absolutely. bomb it, it doesn't matter. Right. Right. And now you, I mean, the whole point is to give you an idea of what the SAT is like. So if you bomb it, good, because right. now you know what you need to work on. It is literally the equivalent of a preseason game. Like, you're right. just, you're going through it. The results don't matter. Um, <laughs> I remember taking it, though. I do remember taking the PSATs and like zero pressure like this is the exact right. opposite of what i went through where i was just like who gives a shit i remember it was like during a study hall like who gives a shit Nobody i mean i get it they have to drum up some sort of drama and how do you get to if joey's supposed to be older how do you yeah, get right, both right. to take the same test or whatever yeah, mm. i get it but still unbelievably stupid of a premise <laughs> of a show no stakes even though they try to make it such a big deal exactly yeah. joey gets which so is, which is just like a staple of all these shows now right it's like yeah uh, everyone overreacts but i mean i can't not think about the danny taylor vicky <laughs> yeah you can never danny stop thinking about thing when yes. he was five months older than him <laughs> and like somehow they got a whole they squeezed the whole episode out of that right or being trapped in a fish I mean, tank and not, and not right. just <laughs> <laughs> they they squeeze five episodes out of that fish yeah, tank yeah seriously. They, some say they're still down there <laughs> <laughs> Joey's eating Jesse's hair. <laughs> the babies swim by in boxes. <laughs> They're 35 now. Oh, God. Camera stays on him for 45 minutes. We've lived in here our whole lives. <laughs> Joey's freaked out so much that he can't even speak. So Blossom has to direct him to the correct testing room. The pressure's all on her because dad has no money and basically said she's my meal ticket I so mean, i also love this no money family in this beautiful house yeah, yeah. right right house is like three hundred eighty thousand dollars now <laughs> easy 
million bedrooms and Blossom's closet alone is ridiculous. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. right. Um, yeah, it's like not even a walk-in closet. It's like a room. That's a kitchen now. Three <laughs> people hang out in there. Yeah, right. At some point, uh, she gets so freaked out because of all this pressure, she can't even write her own name down. We pan over to the guy, Rich, Rich from Step by Step, is yeah, there again? Okay, <laughs> great. Everything. Fucking. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! He's literally Omar Gooding's in this. Yeah, too. Omar Gooding. There's Omar yeah, Gooding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. randomly Omar Gooding in the back. Yeah, all the kids kind of like break character and talk about their futures to the camera. Some of them are kind of funny. Some of them are bleh. Blossom uh, bombs the test. Can't even remember her name. Time runs out. She realizes she has to write her own name down. Tony goes to the track. Alcoholic older son, and he <laughs> wins money right away. And yeah. he's obsessed with money. And then he yells out at one point, now it's time for the women. <laughs> and him and grandpa have a bunch of ladies. Joey and Joey did great. Thinks he did great on the test. I'm sure he did not. He thinks he did great on the test. Blossom knows she fucked up. There's something to be said about that like level of optimism that's kind of endearing with people. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're just an idiot, but you're really confident that you scored really well on that, you're like, ah. Let him yeah. have the moment. Like I, I kind of liked it. Joey was fine this entire episode. He I was good. Liked the character, yeah. He's not overbearing. He's in no, there right, just right. enough, just enough to make it good. Tony's at the track. He's now won seventy eight thousand dollars. And Grandpa oh. says we've done great. And there's one race left. And Tony's like, "Well, we got to bet on Blossom the horse." <laughs> what? <laughs> you won seventy eight thousand dollars. What are you doing? And grandpa says, you never deviate from the plan, which stupid is yeah. dumb. And we, we have Saratoga racetrack near very near you. Right, Greg? Yeah. So that's not how it works. <laughs> no. I mean, it's very, very stupid. I, all of this is stupid. Like they treat it like they can't take this money home unless mm-hmm. they end the day with it. Right. Right. And also they treat it as if you have to bet all of your money every time. Like, he does an all in. He yeah, bets right. 78 70, grand. Yeah. Right. He could have just like they went with ten dollars. Uh, we I mean okay, I guess we should we should clarify a little bit. Yes. The, the grandpa the the alcoholic says, Are you sure an alcoholic, an addict should go to the track? And the grandpa was like, Yes, it's okay because you take ten dollars with you, so you can't lose more than ten dollars, and you make your plan like you plan out all eight races the night before and no matter what happens you stick to the plan well it turns out the plan by the eighth race got them the seventy eight thousand dollars but like the grandpa says like this is a fucking law or something like are there horse cops gonna come along and say (laughs) no sir you have to put all of your money on blossom the horse that fucking guy who plays the trumpet is gonna come by and play the trumpet in your face until you better all right all over you that trumpet guy at saratoga god (laughs) i just like also how grandpa is just very chill about acquiring seventy eight thousand dollars which probably would have paid off dad's mortgage at that yeah. point. You know? They could have bought a yeah. second VCR. Yeah, right. <laughs> they could have got, the, uh... got a laser disc player with it. <laughs> <laughs> they could have got a second VCR. That shit was expensive. VHSs mm-hmm. were like 300 bucks at one point. <laughs> like, sorry, you can't have Batman. It's yeah. More <laughs> than our fucking mortgage payment for <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Okay, great. So they bet it all, of course. 
Grandpa doesn't stop him. He's no. like, just spend 70 grand. Right. Just spend eight grand. Just spend anything less. <laughs> Let's leave with something. Nope. He loses it all. And like, maybe there's a lesson here. Like, well, you know, even when you think you have nothing, you always have your family. And that's mm-hmm. like an alcohol thing. It's like, you've hit rock bottom, but don't worry. Yeah. There's always someone who loves you. Yeah. But they don't, there's no fucking moral. It's just yeah. like, suck it up, kiddo. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So he loses it all. And then he comes back to the house and he, he says to grandpa, yeah, this is bad. This is like when I used to get super, super high. <laughs> <laughs> And it shook me a little bit because yeah, you know, right. we're talking yeah, about TGIF adjacent shows. You don't hear that often. Even step by step isn't going to talk about right. you know, Cody's drug problems. We have they, like they did talk about weed. Yeah, uh, they did. Yeah, time. but like later, later, but they also had like very thinly veiled, you know, references to drugs and addictions and stuff. Right. We, you know, we did that whole yeah. episode on that. So yeah. it was a little jarring. You're right to hear him talk about like, yeah, I used to get high all the time. That's you know, that's yeah. why I'm in rehab. And then he says, I'm headed to Gamblers Anonymous on Monday to get this to get this figured out because this is a problem. Thanks, Grandpa. Yeah, thanks. Now I gotta go to more. Sean became an alcoholic in, in one like minute. One, day. one sip as soon as I touch your lips. <laughs> I don't alcohol. mean to make fun of alcoholics. I'm sorry, no, it's a disease. No, no, I know. No, I'm sorry. I, just the way that it was so quick. Right. <laughs> one Nobody sip. Takes one sip from sean and he was in one sip don't ever take that kid to catholic church oh god (laughs) one sip immediately to the confessional stealing the carlo (laughs) rossi from the back the big jug (laughs) give me that jug there all this drama is going on and dad blossom dad whatever his name is he walks in and he's like how did the track go guys and uh grandpa goes well we lost ten dollars and then they just kind of leave it at that like uh, we lost $10. That's that's all we really lost. We didn't lose 78 yeah. grand. We never really had it because we at never least, really left the premises with it. At least that's grandpa covered wrong. there. Yeah. Like the, yeah, I, I would like not feel on this cursory way. glance, yes. Correct. Yeah. But that's not how money works. They handed you the money, you owned it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But imagine uh, if he told the dad, like, oh, by the way, we had $78,000 and you're like didn't drug addict son <laughs> lost it. So grandpa doing the nice thing there. Covering his butt. Yep. Blossom's so freaked out. She lives in the closet now in this insane 1991 closet. Erupted with neon and right. Jumpsuits and all the other things. It's like the show. It's like the show in living color just threw up. Yes. That's the entire wardrobe. It's a picture worth a a whole decade's worth of words. Uh, She's cracked under the pressure. She tells dad, uh, yeah, I'm in trouble. Sick shows up. She comes into the closet too. Just joke about a Cosby thing here. It's kind of awkward. It's like I, t- I took a Cosby pill. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Better than mm. a Cosby drink. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What did Michael Jackson call it? Jesus juice? Yeah, something like Wee-hee. that. <laughs> Joey comes in. He's very confused why everyone's in the closet. And they <laughs> talk about... Now, there's no really pre- there's no pressure on you when you're a dumb person. You just live through life like very happily because you're dumb. Uh, you don't even know anything. A yeah. good lesson. <laughs> yep. wrong. Right? And then, oh, it turned out earlier, dad was fixing the closet doorknob and he screwed that up too. So they're all stuck in the closet. Yep. They're trapped in the closet. A real R. Kelly situation. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. We're, we're just touching on all. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> this one whipped out his gun. Oh. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Have you ever watched Trapped in the Closet? Like, legitimately I watched the first part. And I, I fucking hate R. Kelly, part. but goddamn, so that crazy. Is real that was good. such it's... a wild time. Yeah. The, what a time. The early 2000s were something else. <laughs> what a time. It's like real a time talk. without identity, but also anything could, anything could happen. Yeah, right. The song I danced to from fourth grade on was about pissing on people, and I had no idea. <laughs> just having a good time. Yeah. yeah. I just like uh, to assume every song I dance to is about pissing on people, and then sometimes I'm pleasantly surprised. <laughs> but, you know? Sometimes they get to live in ignorance. Oh, oh shit. Is that Celine Dion again? All right. <laughs> what are the songs about? <laughs> we don't know any of the songs are not about pee. Most of them are about pee. Most of them are about pee. Blossom. What do you think? Verdict on Blossom. Didn't love it. I thought it was fine. Yeah, like, it was fine. Totally fine. Couple I thought great there were funny jokes. Yeah. yeah. I thought, you know, like all the characters were okay. I actually kind of liked the alcoholic brother. Like it yeah. was a little over the top, but it worked for me. Um, but as we talked about previously, all the morals were fucking stupid. Yeah. Like no one learned anything, I guess. L- Blossom learned that it's okay to be dumb. <laughs> it's okay to be dumb. That's right. Uh, Tony learned that you shouldn't everything in moderation. Still, so, we still right, gotta figure to that the out. Stick to the plan. Yeah. It's okay I, if you lose 78 grand because you didn't lose your own 78 grand. I yeah. I like Joey. I, I kind of like wanted Joey. to see a little bit more of that because he was I, I kind of get why he probably was pegged as a breakout star in this one because he was charismatic. Um I kind of like the whole like, well, I'm dumb, so nothing really gets to me. I can just kind of coast through life uh and not take things seriously because I knew people like that. And yeah. they were generally pretty happy. So like I can I can kind of relate to seeing how that was. I this this was totally fine. This this I is like, watch a, yeah, like a like a C plus B minus. Yeah, right. I would watch another episode, but yeah. I'm also not right. I'm not gonna go looking for more. Right. Perfect. They also do make a fun joke at the end where they're like, now that you've done well on the test, which we don't know that he has. But they're like, now that you've done well on the test, you do have the pressure on you because you got to live up to that when you take the real SATs. And, and then he starts freaking out. I think we get a whoa in there for that. Yeah. That I like joke. the metaphor joke. I like the VCR stuff. I like yeah. the dad. Yeah, I like yeah. the dad. I liked all the characters for sure. I just didn't like any of the six. words coming out of their mouth. Right. Like six, six is good. That um, joke about him being like stupid, like like he was hiding being smart. I thought that was really yeah. funny. I, I got a good laugh out of that. Yes, that it's is a an competent joke. episode of comedic yeah. television. Yes. And that's fine. Yep. Right. Yeah, it's good. It's There's nobody fine. in a fucking box. <laughs> <laughs> the bar is so low. <laughs> 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 As long as no babies are pulled around and close yeah. up zoomed in for 20 minutes, it's good. You it's know what? Fine. This actually reminded me a lot of the recent Boy Meets World episodes we've watched. Funny episodes, but just like nothing the sto- plots. Yeah, yeah, the overall right. story is just not mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Like good jokes. Totally good jokes. But just like I'm not compelled to watch these characters do anything. At least there wasn't a breakup. You got to give it that. Oh, you never know. <laughs> Panga, she broke up with somebody again. I think off camera. We have to discuss yeah. it in blossom. I think her real husband is like, "Yo, come on, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pump the brakes." Yeah, yeah. Panga's real husband. <laughs> I actually think I'm. I'm worried about it. Here. I'm your real yeah. husband. I know it's fake, but I'm still worried about it. You did a lot of shady shit, Topanga. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Topanga. <laughs> I was on wife Topanga. 
He has to have done that at least once. Come on. Oh, come on. Yeah, yes. seriously. Oh, my God. Talking about controversy. You know who Topanga's husband is? I just remember this. No. Who is it? It is somebody I mean, I famous, right? He is recently famous. He was the guy who found shrimp tails in his yes. Cinnamon Toast Crunch last right. year. Yes. He is? Yes. That's Yes. And what? then everyone's like, I'm pretty sure this is fake. And then it went away. And then a bunch of stories about what a dick he is came out. Right. But I, I, my favorite uh, part of that story is when it launched. Like, well, that's a fucking weird story. Wait a minute, he's married to Topanga. <laughs> like, it got it got progressively. That's weirder. even weirder. <laughs> it's like the whole like high school football team that doesn't exist now. Like the more the more right. information you get, the crazier that story gets. For seven <laughs> billion people on this planet, the world is really small. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You never know uh, who's going to be married to Topanga. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Is it you, Ryan? Am I me? <laughs> Damn. Damn. Oh, wait, 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 the wait, crunch wait. Guy. I'm sorry. I'm being told I've been divorced. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was, it was a quick relationship. Damn. Give it one, an episode. 30, yeah, right. 30 seconds. Maybe we'll I'll come give... back next episode. Uh, and you'll, one, you'll be back. one week and a suicidal dolphin and you're back <laughs> together, baby. <laughs> Where can I find a suicidal dolphin? <laughs> get this back on track. Topanga. This will repair our relationship. Please. I got plenty of animals that want to kill themselves. We found them in a box of Cheerios. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. All right. Uh, The Nanny. Season one, episode 14 of The Family Plumbing. Maxwell reveals he has a double standard when it comes to his children and the opposite sex. I have a weird thing about the nanny. I used to see it and I used to think the nanny was hot. Is that weird? I think that's um, yeah. sort of the intent. Right. I think no. the, I thought the nanny was hot back in the day. I was like, whoa, who's this lady? She's hot. Like I don't remember much else about it as a kid. She's like a fit lady who's proud yeah. and powerful. Fun. She was fun. Right. right. Wore yeah, like yeah. skimpy clothing, you know, on yeah. the show. I think, yeah. like, I think yeah. there's an intent. She did. Yeah. I think she right. did at one point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But well, I remember the whole point, you know. I remember so. thinking she was hot. Quick backstory on the nanny. I thought this thing was on Tubi, one of my favorite apps, because you can find all kinds of weirdo, oh, yeah. bonker shit for free. They need to start paying me, but go to go find Tubi. It's a free app. There's all kinds of weirdo stuff on there. They broadcast Especially, old school like mystery science, which is I love yeah, about that. So. so much cool stuff on there. They had the nanny. I was looking it up. It's like cool. It's on Tubi. We can watch the nanny. They only have seasons three and four on there. So you have to go to HBO Max to see season one. What the fuck? But Good anyway, money is. So now I've uh we've got it all settled. The nanny on HBO Max. You can watch the whole thing. So the nanny. What you have any memories of the nanny other than I thought she was hot? She's I like a good-looking lady. Fran Dresser, good-looking lady. Yeah, absolutely. 
you know, funny, very funny. Yeah. She she was in Spinal Tap and yes, she, she was incredible really on Spinal Tap. She had a good yeah. career before this, you know, like yeah. she was in a lot of movies. Yeah. Um I vividly remember the nanny. My parents loved the nanny, so this one My was always love the nanny. Yeah. Uh but I I did enjoy it. Like we'll we'll get to it, but I loved um Niles the butler. I thought he was always very oh, very funny. Awesome. Yeah. Man, excellent character. Right. And I thought like even the kids were like pretty well like fleshed out. I remember like the youngest girl really grows on you as the series goes out and she you know obviously she also grows up on the show so you kind of get that like arc there going you know like a coming of age arc with her uh, mm-hmm. but once again likable characters maxwell was good i like the feud um niles had with miss babcock i always thought that was funny um including i still remember the last episode they hook up which i think is tremendous <laughs> so oh nice yeah. the nanny was on cbs Originally November 3rd, 1993 through 1999. Had a nice run. Yeah, right. Real mm-hmm. nice run. Yep. Starring Fran Drescher as a Jewish fashionista from Flushing, Queens. She becomes the nanny of three children in the New York British High Society. This, this, I thought she was Italian. <laughs> I definitely read this as Italian. Really? I guess, I, yeah, I guess I was wrong on that. Yeah. I could get that from this. Yeah, but that's what Wikipedia says. No, but I feel like I, her I, cousin was like Vinny or something, right? The plumber. Her cousin's yeah, a plumber. And I mean, I'm sorry. Like my cousin, the plumber, is definitely an yeah. Italian thing, <laughs> right? It Not that it matters on Wikipedia. Right, it doesn't matter. Who am I to argue with? The I, I just remember like her mother was like very like that was the the joke. Oh was, yeah, like, you know you remember you're right. her? Yeah, like very, very much very right. Yep, yep, yep. Heavy on the Jewish stereotypes. Well, um. We're in this posh house and there's no water. So they're going to move back to England. <laughs> end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Yeah. A friend walks out and she looks great. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why do you look so good? And he, she goes, well, I use a lot of moist towelettes. There's no running water, but I use moist towelettes. Fran always has a story or a family member or something. That's the whole gimmick of yes. her character. And that runs throughout the entire show. She always knows somebody or has a family member. Like the family is outrageously big. Yep. You know? So she has a family member who's a plumber, her cousin Irving. Yeah. And Maxwell won't let his daughter go to a kissing party. So, I mean, sure, I guess. But Listen, like, who? Why would you call it that? Just right. Lock- My kid is fourteen years old, and she's smart enough not to call it a kissing party if she's gonna <laughs> right. do that. To me. <laughs> so like, that's her. That's out of that kid. That's that her, daughter's her being fault. that dumb. Yeah, right. Daughter's fault. Yeah. This episode. Do you see who it was written by? Yeah, the guy from Scrubs, right? Bill Lawrence. Yeah. The uh, writer, creator of Scrubs, and uh, what's that one with the big wine glass? The other one. Oh, Cougar Town. Cougar Town. Cougar yeah. Town. He did that too, right? Yeah, yeah, I which think is right. basically like Scrubs alternate universe, <laughs> so, right? All the same actors and everybody. I enjoyed Scrubs, but I enjoyed the like Scrubs happened and then Children's Hospital happened. Yeah, like I love Children's Hospital. Yeah, and how they literally blew up the Scrubs Hospital. Did you know that? Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they like the hospital exploded in one of the episodes. Fran intervenes. She's gonna try to help this help the daughter. Uh, was it Maxwell the dad? Yeah, Maxwell's the dad. Maxwell yeah. says she's too young for a kissing party. But meanwhile, I'm going to look at a million resumes of showgirls for my Broadway play. 
that what he does? Yeah, he's a writer or no, a producer. He's like a producer of Broadway. That's that's his thing. That's why he can afford such a nice house. Okay, so, so he's producing right. Broadway. Bill Lawrence has done fucking everything that's mattered in the last. Oh, like, good. Really? So good. Yeah. yeah. Most recently, he he created Ted Lasso. Wow. Wow. Damn. Yeah. He also wrote Billy. Yep. <laughs> our, our Billy. Boy Meets World. Billy. Oh, shit. <laughs> Apparently, he named Topanga. Wow. Holy Full shit. circle, baby. He might be married to her. We don't know. Sorry, right. I know. Shit. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm running this into the ground. Topanga facts. Bill Lawrence, um, and you shocked me with that. Tune in next uh, week to Topanga Facts podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Three and a half hours at Topanga Facts. She's not busy. She could be on yeah. there. She's yeah, a guest seriously. every week. Hosted by Topanga and her several ex-husbands. <laughs> Which will be the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> There's several like, we're all ex-husbands. Cousin Tiffany and Irving the plumber, who's like 100, come in and they're going to fix the plumbing. And cousin Tiffany is somebody for sure. She's definitely in stuff. Yeah, no, she struck me as somebody I've seen before, but I couldn't place it. I she's young. She's, she's like is, twelve or thirteen. In yeah, this isn't she yeah. like the bad girlfriend of Stephanie in Full House? That's what I thought. But oh, maybe, maybe. Irving forgot to bring his wrench. <laughs> He's a plumber, but he forgot his wrench. The nanny says, "Like I got a lot of stuff to do," so she sends Tiffany and the boy son. There's only two kids at this point, right? Or no, there's three. No, there's three. The the younger one is barely in this at all. She's yeah. like a toddler or yeah. four, maybe. Anyway, yeah. they go play. She sends them off to go play. Fran makes a bunch of snacks. I don't know why I thought this was weird, but she puts her peanut butter in the fridge. That's that weird. Freeze. You put your peanut butter in the fridge? No, I'm not a communist. Why would I do that? Uh, peanut butter in the fridge. Yes, that is something I would do if I had peanut butter. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. All the time. Never, every time you have peanut butter. Every time? In the fridge. Well, okay, look, I'm allergic to peanuts, so I haven't had peanut butter. And oh, well, right. that's a problem. Then. Yeah. My recollection is... is yes, and that's why I mean, Panga divorced you. God damn yeah, it. Right. She came to me because I keep my peanut butter in the pantry where it fucking belongs. You're right. You're right. You know, right. I should have been better. And then I found some shrimp Sorry. tails and she left me for Ryan. Oh, she just divorced. She's back with me. Good. Excellent. This, this just in. She's back with me. Showgirls are hanging out in Maxwell's office, and yeah. everyone wants to get a peep. Yeah. Peep and Tom's want to see these showgirls. And the littlest girl, I don't remember the kid's name, sorry. She walks through and goes, Look, life size Barbie dolls. And they're like, Yeah, pretty much. We get sassy butler time with oh, Niles. Niles. So funny. We get this again in Fresh Prince, a we butler do. who openly berates and cuts down his master or his not his master what do you call him his uh, jeffrey called him master yeah right right. not like in a like slavery type thing in general but but it's weird right i would there was not enough money in the world master master bruce wayne like we get that in in the uh, oh yeah the batman movies a lot now, Greg, you can that. make your employees call you that. I think Sean would do that for a certain oh. I mean, he may, but that's because I'll beat him up, not because I pay him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Topanga's divorced me. She's with yeah. you. She needs a strong man. Who yeah. <laughs> will not Get pay. Topanga muscles out there. <laughs> I like the way you bully Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Now make him an alcoholic. <laughs> give him a sip. Here's, give Bakari tells him to get wrecked. 
Banga voice is outstanding. Banga voice brings you this podcast. Banga voice. voice. She's back with me because I can do the voice. I want to date someone who sounds just like me. Damn it! Lost her. That's so stupid. It's so stupid, but so good. Oh, sassy butlers. Irving is is missing. That's what happens when you bring a plumber with Alzheimer's into your house that's 78,000 square feet. She's lost. Cousin Tiffany is discovered. She's making out with the boy son in the shower. Fran catches them. She thinks she's going to be in big trouble because Maxwell's so freaked out about her, his daughter, Maggie. That's her name. She comes down and says, like, fire my cousin. Who cares? I don't I don't care. And she explains everything to Maxwell. And he like, it's so weird. And he's just like, yeah, baby. <laughs> All right. My son's hooking up with the lady. Yeah, he beat me. All right. I like oh my it. God. Make so it out weird. with a 12 year old in my shower. It's so yeah. bizarre. He's super proud. Men and women should be treated equal, she says. Maxwell is then taking a shower later. He's naked, and Fran walks in on him naked because she's trying to snuff out where Tiffany is. She can't find Tiffany, but she finds naked Maxwell, and he has soap on a rope. Second soap on a rope of this episode. Maybe um, that's a good idea. Maybe we should bring that back. I drop the soap all the time in the shower. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. Except for yeah. what do you do when you got to go all the way down? You take it off and then drop it still? Well, maybe we can have like wrist ropes. <laughs> Topanga's really in on this idea. She's a <laughs> major. <laughs> well, you're the She's innovator. moved to you because you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like your spirit. <laughs> Right next to the magic cards, you got your wrist, <laughs> right, your wrist soap. Yeah, wrist soap. I am a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> wrist. Just two, you like. <laughs> he got them both going at the same. They double was... as a weapon if you're right, ever attacked right. in the shower. Like Michelangelo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bryden. Bryden is the kid's name. He didn't have enough soap on a rope, so she's out. <laughs> He gets dumped. He goes, Did I just get dumped? And Fran's like, Yeah, you did. And Maxwell says, You know, it's okay, son. Don't worry about it. And he says, Well, did I get to first base or not? And dad, Maxwell's like, Yeah, you got to first base. I'm pretty sure. He's like, Awesome, sweet, good. (laughs) Go tell all my friends. Uh, Fran says, You have a double standard. You treat your daughter like shit she can't go to parties but your son can make out with whoever he wants to and then maxwell can't look her in the eye because she's seen him naked which i don't they get together at some point yes they get married yeah yeah Yeah, they get together so he they want it maggie can go to the party but she has to be home at 10 because the double standard he gets called on a shit and he's like all right you're right she can go to the party and then we get our no- a second bloopers in the credits. Yeah, to love from the nanny. Great, more yep. of this. Fran fucking up her lines over and over and over again. Fun. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed this. Yep. I gotta, yeah. I gotta say, I enjoyed this. I could watch more nanny right now. Yeah, I'm with you. Yep. 
like I said, I distinctly remember like Niall Centric's episodes being some of my favorite, but even the ones that weren't like, she's very funny. And I, I like generally like the three kids. Like, I think they're all had good arcs that I re- distinctly remember. So yeah, yeah mm-hmm. no, good show. My biggest complaint with this is actually the opposite of all the other ones. Uh, there was a million storylines going on in this and like, and like Too much. the, uh, right like the the dancers and you know i get it it was sorry it was kind of like setting up the he has double standards you know like he can ogle women but women you know his daughter can't be ogled or whatever Mm -hmm. um but like we had the plumber we had seeing him naked we had the little niece we had the the auditions we had i mean it was just like it kept going on and on and on Um, so much yeah, there was a lot going on in this episode. Um, and it was all funny, and that's fine. But, like, I feel like you could have trimmed a little bit of the fat. It was a little racier than I remembered. Yeah. Pretty racy. I, yeah, I kind of remember, though, this one being more so than a lot of the other stuff I was Maybe. watching at the time. Just because, once again, we were kind of touching on it, too. Like, the whole premise, I think, is just you're supposed to be, like, you know, Fran is supposed to be out there and sexy and modern and, and mm-hmm. you know, openly talking about stuff that most sitcoms wouldn't talk about. So... Yeah, she's not phased at all by like, oh, she's going to a makeup party. What the fuck's wrong with you? Right. Right. You know, I just remember this as being a very PG show. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this was still PG, but it was definitely like, there's a lot more like innuendo than I expected. Especially from the the butler. Yeah. Oh, he's great. So good. Hysterical. My wife is a big, she has like, you know, all the nanny, you know, seasons on DVD. She really was a big fan. So when I told her which one we did, she kind of had a little upset. She's like, that's a good one, but like, you know, she had like a laundry list of other ones that we wow. should have watched. Yeah. All right. So. Well, is next the year, nanny her dinosaurs in your it, it sure is. That's why it's her nanny nanny is her dinosaurs. Just Fran, off screen. There's Fran. There's there's naked Maxwell. <laughs> they got to be running out of pops, yeah. right? Maxwell there's no more right. pops to make. Oh, there's plenty, man. Uh-huh. They're making the nanny now. What what they else? Make is everything, there? dude. I'm uh, not even kidding. I mean, as someone, I mean, yeah. I have to. I sell them at work. It's a fucking nightmare. They're gonna make pops of us soon because they're sure. gonna run out. So they already do. Yeah. do that. You can yeah, get Topanga's ex husbands a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Greg with the rope, the soap ropes. Your soap's on a rope, Bob. <laughs> You're onto something here. We should cut Plural. this out so nobody else steals this idea. Yeah, seriously. That's right. Saved by the bell. The oh, powerhouse yeah. that it is. Season three, episode Ooh. one, the prom. Zach and Kelly plan to go to the prom together, but her dad loses his job, so she decides she shouldn't spend any money on the prom. Screech asks Lisa to go to the movies, and Jesse and Slater go to the prom together. Ooh, baby. What are we doing here? Told you I had a surprise. What is all this? It's a prom picnic. You're crazy. Only about you. We did prom episodes already. Yes. Curious where this would land in our prom episodes. I guess we can get to that at the end, but it's a prom episode. This I remember very well. Really? This is this is this episode no, or just the show in general. This episode specifically, okay. probably like the Jesse's on drugs episode is more well known. Yeah, like I'm not for feeling. any reason other than it's like <laughs> that. It's stupid, really funny, really yeah. out of place. Yeah, it's right. so stupid. I remember like there was like a wrestling one where they, yeah, Slater wrestles yes. Zach or something. Yep. 
uh, where they get to be principal the whole time. That I enjoyed that one a lot. Where Zach is principal and Kelly's the teacher, or something like that. And yeah, and I, they I like love Saved by the Bell. Belding yeah. is like a student somehow. This is allowed. One of my first like <laughs> early crushes was Kelly. Like I, I oh really God. remember that. Like I think I feel like a lot of people yeah. our age, dudes our age, or girls our age, like that was like the character you were kind of like, oh yeah, into you know. And I really think this is one of the episodes where it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, right. This is a Kelly Crush episode if there yeah. ever was one. Everybody's watched Saved by the Bell, so I'm sure you guys. Yep. Do you guys love it, or do you feel like it's full on full house territory? Oh, no. Like, this so cheesy, it's full house me. territory? Yeah. This, so this, this definitely holds up for me, but also mm-hmm. I think, you know, you have to look at it with a certain lens. Saved by the Bell is a kid show. Yeah. You know? It's like for, it's, for it's our, a like, show, middle school show for like ten to thirteen year olds who want to watch a show about fourteen to seventeen year olds. Mm-hmm. Like, so you know, with that in mind, like the plot lines are a little dumb, and you know the sets are poor and all that stuff, whatever. But like, I think as far as that type of show goes, I think this is the fucking pinnacle. Mm-hmm. I had more nostalgia watching this than I have like some of the other TGIF episodes we did. Um, even though I, I still I look back on Family Matters and, and Perfect Strangers very fondly, this it really hit notes for me, like really made me feel like, oh, shit, like kind of took me back to when I right. remember sitting in front of my TV, like on top of the landing, watching this, you know, this 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 show, the characters, once again, all likable. Uh, they all had their I thought like I, and I know in there's certain episodes that, you know, Screech becomes a little too much. But he was mm. used like just enough in this one, and the the her we'll get to it. The Geraldo joke I thought was very funny, and he did awesome. it very very well. Um, so they all had something to do, and like the characters are just man, it just it took me back. I really really enjoyed watching this. This show is, it's literally never not been in our lives. Like yeah. it's it debuted <laughs> yeah. in MB, on NBC in 1989, originally a Disney Channel show called Good Morning Miss Bliss which was a totally different group of people with some of the actors. Hmm. It had spinoff series. Yes. The college years. It had the, the fucking one where they go to Hawaii. It had, I remember new, that one. Say by the bell, the new class, which guess yep. how long that shit ran a long seven time. years. Yeah. Screech was that, on that, right? Or something. That ran yeah, like, he seven, was like the assistant to yeah. building or something. Yeah. That ran seven years. Then yeah. right after that was over a few years later, Screech was on all those VH1 shows. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's on like the, the biggest fat person that's going to lose weight. And he was on the Surreal Life and all this surreal other Surreal Life. Shit. That's what yes. it was, right? Celebrity he's on all these VH1 yeah. shows is like the, the original, like, not the original, but one of the early, like, reality TV celebrity yep. villains. Yeah. And then we get, now it's back. Yeah, there's a yeah. Save by the Bell on Peacock, and I think I they're all it, pretty much involved. Though I think I think almost everybody who's obviously still alive, um, yeah, is involved in the show. Other than so. um, whoever played Lisa, I don't know if she's yeah. involved, right? She's but I know some... like Jesse's daughter, like in character, daughter is a main character on this, and obviously yeah. Jesse Elizabeth Berkeley's on it too. So, um, right. you know what? fine that's great like honestly like i have a lot of nostalgia for this i have a lot of fondness for saved by the bell so uh great i like the yeah. characters keep going there there's enough where i'm, I'm meat on this bone where you could you know like revisit these characters every 10 
20 years just to see what they're up to. And I think that's fine. Zach and Slater show up in Kelly's room and they want to know who she's going to pick to be her prom date. She's so screwed up. She has a dream where Screech is Geraldo. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. And it is funny. Mm-hmm. Geraldo was such a like a thing back then, but has just it's just not now. Yeah. Just, he was the one that did the was it the uh Gotti's was it Gotti's Capone's vault Capone's vault yes, oh, right Capone's that was vault. it oh, sorry all timer yeah. where he opened, he opened it and nothing was in it was there paper right? yeah it's all it was was paper yeah <laughs> but I, I love Screech's like little like uh um like transitions when he's talking he's like you know he'll he'll interview somebody you know as Geraldo and then I'll be like hmm that's gross anyway like he just <laughs> he throws in these little one-liners that's very very funny so, it's like haha pathetic anyway <laughs> well they're gonna have to decide who the prom date is in this dream via hunk off mm. so they come out having a fashion show in their suits and in the dream she shoot she chooses AC Slater wakes up the next day goes to school everybody's asking her who she's gonna choose she's had a night to sleep on it slater one in the dream she ends up going with zach because of what zach in a dream said to her not real zach yeah zach in a dream was like it's okay whoever you pick is fine with me as long as you're happy so that's why she picks zach in real life Listen, I've had my wife be mad at me because I did something mean to her in a dream. So, like, <laughs> I get this. Like, whatever, make your decisions. That's fine. Uh, Zach gets mad. Yeah, he gets angry because he does. He's in such shock. He doesn't realize that she's picked him. That and was funny. Everyone's like, "You, you won." And AC Slater's like, "Relax, you win, Preppy. I'm moving on. I got better. I got better gets to get. I'm, I'm AC Slater." Yeah. Uh, Screech asked Lisa out on a date and was like, please just let me take you out on one date. Let's let's do this. And she's like, never unless worms with ears show up. That's like such a like 10-year-old joke. But Screech does show up. And he has worms with ears because he taped them on or something. I forget. So they have to go on this date now. Um, and she's like, one date. And if it goes badly, you promise you're going to leave me alone forever and stop sexually harassing me at school every season of the show uh kelly finds out her dad was fired from his job which got is real <laughs> it got real in serious. this episode damn really quickly too <laughs> serious we're getting into the real section in these shows yeah so dad gets fired i forget what his job is but it's kind of crazy it's, a it's like a contractor or mili- something, right? yeah military yeah. thing Oh yeah, and they say there, world peace happened, so yeah, there's, right. bad there's, for him. there's no wars. <laughs> right. Bill Clinton's in office. It's nineteen ninety one, nineteen ninety two. The Soviet Union's gone. Yeah, you know? it might be Bush one. There's no wars except for there's plenty of wars. So she says, "Look, like we're gonna be in trouble." There's what did she say? There's six kids. There's a lot of kids. We. It's a fact yeah. I never knew. Yeah, six Massive kids. Yeah. So he's like you're you're good and she's like no let me give you my prom dress money so we can like eat jesus christ damn yeah and he's like okay promise me you're not lying to me she's like i'm not and he leaves and she balls crying because she gave up her prom money but she did the right thing she is not okay with it though lisa (laughs) (laughs) 
food generally is better than dresses. So, but, you know, <laughs> I get it. Lisa is uh, addicted to shopping, so she's going to take everybody out for prom dress shopping. And she has a map of the local mall in her locker that she like pulls down like map style. <laughs> This is what I remember very vividly from Saved by the Bells, like jokes like that. Yeah. Like kind of like a really almost like out of the the show, almost like fourth wall breaking. And I always loved them. So that was was good. And they say, you have a map of the mall? What is wrong with you? And she said, like, I have a map of every mall within a 50 mile radius. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a great joke. And then moves on. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's nothing. Like, yeah, yeah, of course I have a map of every mall. Uh, Kelly's like, I can't go, uh, and I can't even go to the prom, but I can't figure out how to tell Zach because he can't, comes up and goes like, I got a limo and a tux and we're ready to go, lady. And she's like, great. See you there. Uh, take us. It's not a lot here, but prom planning committee meeting. Just take a second here because we're not going to get to him often. Mr. Belding. Yeah. Is incredible. He's great. Fantastic in this scene fantastic in this show a hilarious real life human being yep Yep. we're all wrestling fans and he is too which is so bizarre oh my god you never knew this die hard wrestling fan wrestling fan really into it been to all kinds of like raws and smackdowns and stuff that's funny he's always in the front row yep but he's he looks a lot different now he's quite uh he's puffed up a little bit so he doesn't look quite building like but He's always there. What a he's great always... character to play off so Zach, good. though. You know, like, he's just they, – they work so well together. Uh, he has this great dry sense of humor. Um, but I also like when he tries to, like, reel him in. Like, he he, he has these lines, too, where he, you do remind it, like, oh, I'm the principal. Like, can the shit. Like, yeah. let's get this meeting over with, like, yeah. type of stuff. So I appreciated that. It was he, – he talks about knowing your character. He knows that character perfectly. And there's such a, like – there's this thing about Belding where he's like, he's a principal and he's, you know, he treats the kids like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to give you some leeway, but also he's like trying to live out his seventies fantasy life. Yeah. Right. The entire show. Like you see in the credits, he like dressed up like a seventies, like hippie DJ and yeah. was like DJing something at one that's point. Actually a fl- yeah. That's actually a flashback from, an episode where they find like an abandoned radio station in the basement or something and they all start it and then Belding's like yeah I was I DJed at this radio station (laughs) and then they have a flashback to him in the 70s (laughs) it's just him trying to relive that and be cool to these kids who are from California that don't give a shit about how cool you are Um, so there's some fun stuff there's a fat kid in there named Alan who they all make fun of for wanting to make no desserts. fucking way that flies. <laughs> no, I mean, no they're mean to him. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. legitimately like nasty. They were brutal to this kid. Right. <laughs> Have another pie, fatty. Yeah. Belding goes, which was funny. He goes, "Can you make actual food at this time?" It's it's a uh, bit of a shame because some of the funnier is. jokes do come from that, especially yeah, later. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, Zach keeps uh, it going. It's just yeah, it's, it's funny what would what's okay in 1992 is most yeah. assuredly. This not show okay is now. like a lot of this show is Zach is like a sweet guy and he's gonna like 
really right. win the heart of Kelly in the show, but <laughs> he's also gonna call people fat asses. Right. He's also like kind shit. of a dick. Like he right. is that is like blonde-haired, blue-eyed frat boy. He's a mess. And the kid didn't really do anything to him. Maybe there's no. other episodes that I've forgotten where the kid was also an asshole to Zach, but sure didn't seem like it in this episode. No. I know no, the show is pretty classically mean to a lot of like marginalized groups like nerds yeah and shit like that oh yeah they have a they have interesting takes on nerds like screech mm-hmm. is a nerd but he kind of like it's cool that he's like in with right. the, the good guys like he's part of them but also there's like other nerds under him that are right. super weird. hierarchy of nerds nerd <laughs> yeah, he's like king nerd yeah uh there's a kid named Robert. He comes running into this meeting. He's like, uh, the chemistry lab's on fire. He's like, all right, meeting over. I'm out of here. Jesse and Slater fight over music. This is like classic Say by the Bell. Like, this is just right in the wheelhouse. Listen to this shitty 80s music dancing with their stupid clothes. Uh, like, this is yeah. all Say by the Bell. Well, what was it? Elizabeth great. Berkeley was like a trained dancer, and I right. think Slater, or I think what's his name is too. He is also. Lopez. So, yep. like any opportunity where all of a sudden there was like a dance off, those two always seem yep. to break it out. Yeah, so they have always dancing in this yeah, show right. so yeah, much. Yeah. yeah, I love when they have the, the line of like, "Let's try out some cassettes." <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> how long would it take? To- Oh my god, yeah. Gotta fast forward so much. The show is weaponized for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh so Slater's like, you know what, Jesse? I'm gonna take you to the prom. You have hot dance moves. I do too. Let's do it. She's like, All right, fine. We hate each other, but let's go. I kind of like that though, with like Mara Lopez, like made it seem like he's doing her a favor, but at the same time, he might not have any other options. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> like he might just be like looking to her as like, oh, why not? my only chance to go. So Screech and Lisa go to the movies, but they're separated by all the friends on each end. But he keeps popping up on the other side with snacks, and she keeps trying to send him back for more snacks. And he keeps pulling more shit out of the popcorn, like, "Oh, you want a Swedish fish? Here it is. Oh, you wanted to drink? Here it is." Like, he's got in this giant bag of popcorn, and they're watching a zombie movie. And I feel like this episode has like no consequence because doesn't he just harass her for years anyway after yeah. this happens? Right. So she doesn't know what's happening, but she's enjoying the movie and keeps saying, is Matt Dillon in this? And he's like, no, just watch the zombie movie. And then <laughs> she pisses him off so much that he's like, never mind. Don't have a crush on you anymore. You ruined this zombie movie for me, Lisa. <laughs> So ten years of crush out the window. I mean, good on him, right? Yeah, right. Uh, like, no it, one. It's it over, is man. more than just trying to date the hot girl. It doesn't work out. Uh, Kelly finally has to tell Zach that she is not going to be able to go to prom, but she doesn't tell him why. So he gets all pissed off. Zach thinks she is going with another dude, so he's pissed. Again, another like TJF trope here in a non-TJF show of like. Just say the rest of the sentence and we can get over it. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. We don't need another 10 minutes. We got to go through two more act breaks before we get this straight. It's Game of Thrones isms. <laughs> if we just cut away Kal- before he says the rest, we can right. pretend like no one said it. Just tell Khaleesi. Just tell her. Right. Just Kelly someone just use your fucking words. Game <laughs> uh, <Aim> so- over. <laughs> Zach. Is in the locker room. He's punching lockers. He's all pissed off. Slater comes in and is like, 
You're a piece of shit. Your yeah. dad got fired, you dumbass. <laughs> I kind of like that moment, though. Yeah, me too. Stop being a dick. It's not all about you, motherfucker. Uh, and Zach's like, wow, I, I screwed this up bad. Kelly's in her room, and, Zach, and her dad comes in and says, like, like Zach's here. So you're, it's fine. You're going to be fine. You lied to me, though. Like, you were so pissed that you gave up that money and couldn't go to prom. So. I know, but Zach's here. So they he comes in and says, let's go for a walk, and we're going to have our own prom, basically, outside of the prom. They're all rich in fucking Bayside, though. Why can anybody buy her dress? Yeah. Like, anybody, anybody. else? Oh, are we anybody at the else? point where I air my grievances? <laughs> he has six siblings. You're telling me not one of them has an, like, a prom what dress they wore before? Like, Lisa, on. she right. literally yeah. raids malls. Like, right. I don't know. Like, anyway. I feel like as a group of friends, as tight as they were, they would have pooled $40 oh my God. between well, them. Right. I, I totally, is, I, yeah. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with that dad. Like, don't take the money from your kid. Yeah, like, right. You're living in this huge ass house. You're a fucking a rocket scientist. You're trying to tell me you don't have enough savings that your daughter can buy a $40 dress. <laughs> we live in paycheck to paycheck. Right. Like, what? Yeah. I have I have bad news for you. If this is your dire circumstances, the job wasn't going to save you, bud. Yeah. Good luck in retirement. What happens when Mrs. Kapowski gets cancer? <laughs> like, right. this is it's fucking stupid. You sh- he never should have taken that money. And even if he did, there's fucking discount dresses and shit. Like, yeah. you know, so many this ways is a you can do Classic Cinderella story. Make your own fucking dress. And also, All the girls wasn't... come over. You dance at some cassette tapes. You make a dress. <laughs> Wasn't Kelly also like kind of into fashion? I always remember like that being. Yeah. You tell me she didn't have a dress like, that no already dress that she could just break double. out and adjust a little bit. You, you know? know she's got one. You know yeah. she's got one. Right. Like I get it. It's sitcom drama, and as far even as far as sitcom drama goes, this is a kid show, so you have to just mm. t- accept yeah. leaps of leaps of logic. Like you said, it's a movie for or a show for kids, where like as a kid you don't know what money is or Good point. you don't right. you don't understand that at all right. you're just like oh you don't have the money to do something was oh seven my God. when this episode came yeah. out yeah. right you know like i had no idea what a prom dress cost does not make sense to me and also going back to just my biggest pet peeve it was like all kelly had to say was like hey zach look i'm sorry but we i can't go i have some family issues and zach would have been like disappointed but cool about it right There's but no instead drama in that. no i can't go and leave like come on Honestly, you could have even done like a little plot where he bought her the dress, you know, like, and that would have right. shown like and he I, had, you know, he right. was cared enough to make the, the I want to make all your dreams come true. Here you go. Right. How nice of guy Zach is. And I have to say that, like, I loved the end of this episode. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, like, you know, classic. because yeah. Zach was just excited about this prom as Kelly was with the limo and all this stuff, you know, like him sacrificing and be like, look, none of that shit matters. Like, I thought that was great. And I yep. think. I would say them on that picnic table is like the saved by the bell memory. I 100%. have 100%. Yep. Me too. Um, so, you know, I love the ending and stuff. It's just like the steps to get there were bizarre to me. Very true. Good points all around. So we get Belding interacting with Alan, the fat kid about cupcakes or whatever. Funny jokes. I mean, he keeps yeah. putting yeah. his fingers in the cakes. He, yeah. All he did was bring cakes. Right. He keeps yep. putting his fingers in them. Very funny. like him like 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 hovering over them like smog not letting anybody (laughs) in the gold just you know (laughs) 
Screech is the DJ here. Underrated. He's yep. he's fun as the DJ. Uh, Jesse and uh, Slater dance. Zach and Kelly have their own prom outside. He gives her a corsage. There's one more song in the night, so they dance it out outside, and they do a little make-out sesh, and it's on. Yeah, and I think it that was a big on. moment in the show, right? Yeah. yeah. They get yeah. out right. together. They right, finally, it was season she, three, episode one, where they actually first kiss. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, right. They yeah. finally, she finally made her decision. She has picked her man. Yeah, great, so they great were, moment. Great, for sure. great moment. Like very vivid in my memory. Really, a lot really of good awesome. things in this. A lot of good things. A lot of good things. Yeah, the Not Lisa great. Screech thing. It's yeah. such a C story. It was just like you know, it, I don't even consider that a B story. I would say like that was so tacked on. I didn't need they that. Had consequences. I'd be into it, but I yeah. have no recollection of no. him being over Lisa. Next episode, she's like they're right back right. at it. So, right. Yeah. They like, nothing I, changed. I actually like that a lot. I like yeah. that Screech is like look like. Sure, she makes my dingle tingle, but also we have nothing in common. <laughs> like that's a very mature thing for a fifteen-year-old yeah. to learn. But there's only two other women that he knows, so I mean, his right. options are limited. Well, he they're knows. attached. It's yeah. funny though. Right, he, right, one. He's friends Shit, with the Slater. three hottest women in the entire world. <laughs> you gotta go after showgirls now. So. Uh, yeah. There's uh, either the hottest people you've ever seen or the nerds. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. He is king of the nerds, though. He can have his choice. Yeah, right. He so. can have any nerd. But... He gets Tori Spelling eventually. He does. Yes, he does. Yeah. Oh, right. Wow. Saved by the Bell. What, I, I love what it. A show. I, I, just, I man, thought it was great. Such I great really like did. moments of nostalgia for me. And like this episode, I remember being a big moment in the show. So it's cool to watch it's it. Super again. duper funny. Yeah. I thought this oh, was yeah. a really funny episode. You think this was yeah. its best? episode i don't know if it's his best um but it's certainly very very memorable to me yeah yeah mm-hmm. and i thought it was it was a very it was a brisk 22 minutes i yep. was like oh my god it's over whereas the nanny felt like sh- shit they were just climbing starting to climb mount doom by the end <laughs> oh more cousin irving oh my yeah. god you forgot his wrench again oh, he's, oh, he's back, back outside 12 <laughs> year olds making out in the shower again oh well shucks you think this matches up to the other prom episodes or oh, you think sure. it Ooh, yeah absolutely those? yeah um i'm trying to remember our prom i was about episodes. to say who, what do we have as the best prom episode it was not Ooh. sister sister i remember that the family matters <laughs> step by step and family matters were both it was high. a great episode of yeah. perfect what about no yeah i think perfect um, strangers was up there <laughs> of course <laughs> <laughs> Never been a bad one. <laughs> Clearly, because saying. only dinosaurs didn't have a prom episode. The oh, Perfect right. Strangers is the best. Oh. But no, I mean, I would honestly, even though I love high. Perfect Strangers, I would put this above that. I, I think this really was, wow. in terms of the characters, in terms of fleshing them out, in terms of entertainment wise, I really, really like this episode. Even with all of its faults, it's still, yeah, still above those. Wow. Absolutely. All right. Also, can we just quickly mention Kelly Kapowski's room? Which was hysterical, <laughs> insane. It just, just, it, just so much just shit, sports. and none of it made any sense. <laughs> right. right? It made no it like, sense. It was. It, it made sports. no sense. It was like music posters. At one point, there's there's like a clip art of a football player <laughs> yes. on a blueprint. Right. Yes. Right. There's like also like one 15 year old girl has right. a poster of a lacrosse player. Yeah, just a picture that says tennis. <laughs> <laughs> I loved. I'm a I'm a big NBA fan, especially the classic NBA. I still like the new NBA too. But yeah. there's a banner on the wall that says uh, "Showtime Lakers back to back." Oh my god, I would yeah. love to have that. Right. All right, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. This might be. I don't know if this is the number one. It's 
It's probably the number one. This probably is definitely just... the most famous. It, this is by so far famous. the most famous. We'll get, yeah. we'll so get famous. to it. Like, this is not my favorite episode, but yeah. it no, is assuredly the most famous. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like this yeah. is like this is the episode that put Will on, Will Smith on the map. Oh as my an god! Actor. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Right. Someone was like, "Oh shit, we should put this guy in a Men in Black." Damn. I yeah. have seen like we need to make a Men in Black. <laughs> Let's I've make seen, five. Like, like yeah. reaction gifts of this episode used in just day to day life. Right. You know, so like it's this is very very iconic. All right, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, season four, episode twenty four. Papa's got a brand new excuse. Will's father comes back into his life, but it doesn't go very well. Will was doing just fine until you showed up, but now that you're back. You have responsibilities to him. Look, we're still going to take the trip. Oh, bull. Bull. Will is not a coat that you hang in the closet, then pick it up when you're ready to wear it. His life goes on. He's not supposed to be here for you. You're supposed to be here for him. You get off my back. You think I want this? It just happened. Now, when Will was a baby, I was scared. Cut the crap, all right? Cut it. Because I've been there. But I didn't run out on my family. I was there every day for them because that's what a man does. Fine, Philip. You win. You the man. You a better man than me. We begin. This all the Fresh Prince is on HBO Max, so you can go watch all of it. There's a Fresh Prince reunion, which is pretty damn good. You can go watch that it. too. That's Very on good. HBO Max. Yeah. Will is working at this restaurant place, lunch counter, whatever it is. Feels like he's being watched. Thinks it's a cop, and has a funny little line where, where uh, Carlton says, "Want well, just turn yourself in then, if you did something wrong?" And he's like, "I didn't do anything wrong, Carlton. Jesus, I'm just working at my job." And then he's like, "I think that's my dad." And Carlton's like, "He has a very funny part here where he like jumps over Will to like hang out with his uncle. He's like, Uncle, what's up, yeah. Uncle?" Well, it's like, I haven't seen my dad in 14 years, and you're just going to get in the way. Best theme song of all time? Yep. Is it the best theme song of all time? Oh, yeah. No, honestly, I mean, I love the, we we all love the Perfect Strangers one, but I I, hum the Fresh Prince Prince song a lot in my life. Yeah. I I mean, it's definitely upper echelon. Yeah. I feel like there's a couple classics that, you know, you could throw in there. I think the Friends theme song probably would qualify. Yeah. I think the Full House theme song sadly would qualify. Um, and then there's like some in the seventies, like the theme song to all in the family. Like right, that's, right, a, right. that's like a classic thing, but I think for our generation, yeah. it's, it's gotta be that. Yep. If Everybody you... in our generation knows that song yeah. or knows lyrics from that song or knows the all beat of, of that song. Everybody yeah. knows that. But like for reference, that friend song was like actually on music charts. Yes. Yeah, right. Right. Like, yeah. like that was like a top, not like a number one song. Yeah, wasn't this, wasn't this a popular song too? Like it was a full song, wasn't it? It was a full song, but I think it was on the album before the show came out. I could be mistaken about yeah. this. Uh, okay. So I think by the time the show came out, like the album was kind of old news, but right. again, Please don't quote me on that. I could be very mistaken. Well, to Greg's point, I remember the friend, like the Rembrandt's friend song being on the radio. Like I remember right. hearing yeah. it on the radio. I've never heard the Fresh Prince song on the radio unless it was done. Like, hey, here's the theme song to, you know, right. Fresh right. Prince. Real quick. Fresh Prince was on NBC from 1992, 1996. So right in the wheelhouse of TGF, but didn't 
did not wasn't on ABC or anything like that, but it was definitely in that wheelhouse. So I would um, say this is the most TGIF show that we watched because of the lessons and all that. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Like I feel like this slots directly into TGIF, whereas say by the bells a little too early and i think the rest of the shows we saw were a little too risque maybe home improvement i mean it was also an abc show but it's been 14 years since will seen his dad carlton catches up with his uncle his uncle is uh will's dad is a trucker now and will's like well if we're gonna like reconnect why don't you come to uncle phil's house hang out with us already seems like a horrible idea (laughs) like yep don't 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 do that how about a neutral Uh, site Bring him into the lair of the shredder. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he brings him in and Aunt Viv sees Lou and just like drops her jaw and is like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You better get him out of here before something bad happens. <laughs> uh, is this original Aunt Viv or new Aunt Viv? This is n- new Aunt Viv. Yeah, this right? is new Aunt Viv, isn't it? Yeah. She tries to stop uncle phil from coming in hillary comes down hillary's a fun character she comes down and says like something about lou and how he's a deadbeat (laughs) but he's standing right there and she's like oh it is oh it is you he doesn't look like a deadbeat (laughs) i'm so sorry (laughs) she's she's very funny phil comes in he's all pissed so pissed and then this is this phil's daughter like youngest daughter who's that baby Whose baby is that? That's Phil and Vivian's, I believe. That's their little baby. Yeah. Okay. Little Nick. So she comes, they bring her down, and Lou holds her and says, like, I used to hold uh Will like that. <laughs> They're like, so why'd you run out on him <laughs> Just cut right to the chase. Right. Hillary. Hillary cuts right to the chase. Um Phil basically calls him out for being a piece of shit. Like like Fuck you got to get out of here. You are, you suck. Uncle Phil in this episode is incredible. Tremendous, tremendous acting. He's great in all of them, though. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. he's so good. Will and Lou, his dad, go out to the fair or something, and they play the games and they talk about basketball. Lou says, "I owe you an explanation as to why I wasn't around. I wasn't ready to be a father, so I panicked and ran away." But I was a great basketball player, mostly at free throws. So they kind of connect and they come back from the fair and they decide that they're going to go on a road trip together. (laughs) uh, They're going to go for a month. And Phil sees right through this and he's like, well, you're an idiot. You're stupid. He's not going to do it. Like it gets kind of out of line. Will gets pissed off. He gets out of line. Jeffrey is just the Jeffrey's the butler. He's mm-hmm. just living for this. He loves that Phil's pissed off. He's an amazing character. He's he got a lot of fat jokes lined up. For yeah, Phil. can't <laughs> wait to uh, yeah. talk about his heart disease. Um, uh, Hillary comes in to a depressed Phil. I like this. She's like, uh, I <laughs> totaled your MasterCard, Phil. And he's like, here, take a different one. Like, <laughs> he pulls out his wallet with <laughs> yeah. cards. Pick another one. Get out of here. And then uh, she goes to her sister. He's like a genie on Valium right now. Make a wish. 
<laughs> here's the thing i have been in situations where like i'm dealing with something and my kid asked me something i just just to get it out of the way i'm like whatever like just go 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 yeah sure Take whatever go. so i get very, it very funny uh <laughs> there you go <laughs> here comes mr sunshine he's all pissed off phil is not sure what he, sh- he needs to do because they got into a big fight mm. about everything Carlton's like, if you're leaving, Will, I'm going to take over the room. Is that okay? And uh, Will is like, yeah, go ahead. Fine. So he hangs up, immediately hangs up a Michael Bolton poster. Yeah, yeah that was funny. <laughs> and he starts like getting rid of all of his hats and like it starts yes. putting out measuring tape like immediately. And Will's like, I'm funny. back in uh, four weeks. What are you doing? I'm going to live here still. Um, Phil and Will apologize to each other. They hug it out. And he says, look, if you want to go on this road trip and it all works out, like, no problem. Like, it's my bad. I should give him the benefit of the doubt. Even though I don't believe he earned it, I will give him the benefit of the doubt. So it's all good. Lou shows up and he says to Phil, I've got a big job. I can't take Will on this road trip. I got to drive this $5,000 load to Boston or something. And Phil's just like very calmly like, great. I got enough money. I'll fly him to Boston. No problem. He can meet you there. Continue the road trip on the way back. No big deal. And then he's like, well, I don't think that's going to work either. And he has all these excuses. And then Lou says, I don't feel like telling him either that I'm doing this. You tell him, Phil. (laughs) Phil goes ape shit on this man. He eviscerates him. And then even Aunt Viv (laughs) goes after him. Cuts a hell of a promo. They, <laughs> they, they tear this man a new asshole up and down. He says, I'll call Will from the road. And then Will walks in, finds this all out. And then he gets all pissed off and says, like, instead of dad, see you, Lou. The best acting we've ever seen on in 12 episodes. Not even the, close. Like, not even close. Yeah, not nobody even comes close to what Will Smith. If you haven't seen it. Just go to like YouTube and type in oh like you know Fresh Prince Lou scene or something. I'm sure it'll pop right up. It is phenomenal. You, th- it, Greg touched on it earlier. This is definitely the part where some executives said like, "Oh, holy shit! I think we found our Tommy Lee Jones partner." Like, it's just <laughs> like, like he is so good in this scene. We need so somebody good. to uh, say, "Welcome to Earth." Yeah. <laughs> the, the, honestly, though, like the it rage the like frustration will smith nails every single emotion that that you know the character will would be experiencing right here an amazing job of of covering it up like the character is trying to pretend like he's not hurt by this but he's really fucking hurt by this so he's trying to be tough and cover it up like that is really hard to fucking do absolutely and then that line at the end where it's like why doesn't he want me man yeah so good so good and then you know like they just break down you know usually fresh prince we've all seen it has like a blooper reel at the end or it has like that's that's typically how they do these episodes yeah no not at the end of this one yeah i'm kind of not even like i don't even think we're making jokes here like i'm looking this up this episode aired in may of 1994 1995 bad boys comes out 1996 independence day 1997 men in black like those are like the three will smith movies and they all happened right after this within shooting schedule mm-hmm. right because you have to shoot like a year in advance episode. of all this yeah. right right 
Um, so I, I, I legitimately, I think this is, this was a career turner. For him. He always was good. Like Will Smith always played this character very, very well, but it's like, you know, like Greg mentioned, it, there's a lot of like TGIF DNA in this where, yeah. you know, like even if Cody had a really good, like emotional episode, you really wouldn't take it too far, but this was so above and beyond anything you'd see on TV, uh, in these, these TGIF esque uh, shows it was jarring it was like oh my god this is so well done and so well written and he's great at it and uncle phil's tremendous and they played off each other so well in the scene it felt I, real I, I it felt like it. a real I, conversation guy I, I think i texted you afterward i'm like can we just do a fresh prince podcast too because i love this <laughs> like i want to just do talk about this all the time it's just so good incredible Incredible, considering all the stuff Will Smith like. Will Smith was a rapper first, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Before he did the show, he was like a rapper who people liked, so they gave him. Yeah, he had top actual top songs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and he still had songs after this. (laughs) Wow, wow, (laughs) best. I was like, wiki, wiki. (laughs) Welcome to Miami. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, right? That was Willennium, right? That that album was insane. Well, I had like a billion bangers off of it. So many bangers. (laughs) <laughs> that's like half a joke but also true yes I, it is 100 no, true i wouldn't so go so far as to say like any of those songs were great but yeah. at the time at the time i wanted was, to hear them i was yeah. putting those on and i was requesting those at dances yeah. mm-hmm. you know i wanted to hear welcome to miami yeah <laughs> near wild 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 west much better song than movie <laughs> the song was great yeah oh god yeah. i remember yeah how do you spell willennium <laughs> you think that's on spotify oh i'm sure music I'm sure uh, music playlist inspired by willennium uh yeah <laughs> i want the track listing i want to know there was another like huge yeah, song there was. oh yeah know. absolutely there was a big uh it was um wow wow what it actually it was wow wow what was that was not millennium there was a bigger song all... before that though that there wasn't was another... miami that was the wrong there was another record yeah, there's another record before there's that. There's another Will Smith record before that. Oh man. Big Willie style. That yeah, was that's it. Jiggy with it. Jiggy with it. How do we forget that? People were screaming at their podcast. Jiggy with it. Yeah, everyone's so angry right now. Someone had Miami on it also. Yeah, of course. We're so stupid. So sorry. Getting jiggy with it. Man, Will Smith is so good. He's a Scientologist. He's problematic, just like all the rest. Problematic, yeah. Other than Fran Drescher. <laughs> Other Fran, than, right. killing it. Right. Yeah, no, people Fran's seem fine. to love her. Yeah, maybe she hit someone with a pipe in the back of the knee someday, you know, back <laughs> in the day. We don't know about it. I'll be the we're, nanny. We're waiting for uh, an expose <laughs> documentary on Netflix to come out about Fran Drescher. I thought the acting in this episode was very, very good. I thought the episode itself was a little heavy-handed. Um, I mean, it's yeah. really heavy-handed. Now, they were talking about stuff that, like, you typically weren't talking about, like, you know, in uh, during that time and stuff like that, especially with African-American families and stuff like that. Like, it was an important subject matter, and a lot of these, like, very special episode-type things were typically heavy-handed. But, like, oh, yeah. Will puts on this amazing acting performance, and then they cut to, like, a statue of, like, a father and son. And it's, I mean, it's like, come on. It was like, the, all right. Yeah, it was the present that he was going to give his dad. Yeah. Right. Like, it's like, do you get it? Uncle Phil's his dad. Do you get it? Like, do you get, get it? it? 
man i got it when you know uncle phil was there for him like that's theming <laughs> that's a basic building <laughs> block of story structure <laughs> but sometimes you um, do have to use that club to hit him over the head no you know? i know i know i know but so good episode little light on jokes but that's because of the episode we chose the show is very right. funny incredibly tremendous fun. acting performance by everyone involved i think you know you you touched on something greg about how we've seen a lot of these like very special episodes and i think what really set this apart though was i mean the acting like we've seen plenty of boy meets world and plenty of you know some of the other ones and you watch it and there's it is more serious there's not a lot of jokes in it it is a serious episode but i though looking on those episodes i didn't enjoy them nearly as much as i enjoyed this one and i think a lot of that was because will smith really broke out like he that performance that five minute span is so out of the ordinary for what we've seen on some of these episodes it just drew me in so i I get i totally understand what you're saying but i actually kind of enjoyed it almost as a different watching it as a drama piece than i have either other tgif episodes which we've seen very similar uh themes and you know i didn't enjoy them nearly as much as i like this you're you're i think it's just talent i agree you know still a great episode as far as those types of episodes go but yeah you know like i thought it's definitely the least funny of all the shows we watched oh agreed Agreed. Yeah, there's definitely shows out of Fresh Prince I would rather rewatch than this. Mm-hmm, like right. this is a solid, solid watch, but there's way funnier ones. Yeah, that are rewatchable. But okay, time to rank these guys. Top five TGIF adjacent programs. This is tough. It is kind of tough. This is. I mean, these were almost all good episodes. yeah i changed my list three or four times as i was making it i'm like ah, i just have to go, no. go back and look at mine just because yeah. I, i'm and once we've talked about it I, I still feel pretty confident about the order i have them in but it's still yeah they're all good and that's 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 something that we really right. need to touch exactly on because right. we have we have watched garbage episodes uh, we've been yeah we've had some <laughs> some shits yeah, we've had the uh, teen angel i mean come on yeah. oh Oh, this is this is compared to Teen Remember Angel. Remember the frog that talked? Oh my god, that was no, the best I part still of haven't seen that episode. Right. Yeah, yeah, Greg that never one. saw that. Greg never saw that one because I screwed up. Sent him the wrong number. You didn't screw up. I screwed up. I think <laughs> the wrong link or whatever. <laughs> shit. Oh man. All right, five. What do you got? Uh, go ahead, Mark. Blossom. I'm gonna put there. Um, mm. And once again, not that it was bad. We talked about how much we liked the characters and the jokes landed. Uh, it, it was just, I think not as maybe maybe because i hadn't watched it before it didn't ping with me for like some of the nostalgia notes that i would get for some of these episodes but there's nothing wrong with blossom absolutely nothing wrong with this episode i'd like to see more i just felt like it was just kind of like an average episode in the run yep exactly that i liked all the characters totally fine episode Mm. didn't do much for me it's just good television number five for me home improvement all right I can't argue too much. No, uh, right, not, right. Not a lot went on there. There was snow. There was sexy Santa outfits. There was JTT. There were reclining toilets. Five. Greg, yeah. I assume you're putting Blossom at five, but are you putting something oh, else yes. at five? Yeah, no, 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 five. Yeah, okay. Blossom. I'm sorry. All right, number four. Um, I Now I would put Home Improvement. Yep. Uh, I thought Home Improvement was actually very, very funny. I thought Al Borland was hysterical. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah, Joe was pretty funny. Um, yep. But as a whole... If I had to write my own home improvement episode, could have nailed this one. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I liked, you know, it was, this one did kind of work for me a little bit just because like, oh yeah, Wilson, like, oh, I, I kind of liked like the words of wisdom coming from him. And, you know, I'm a big football fan. So the jokes with the lions in that yeah. era was very funny to me. Yeah. Um, you know, it, 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 slightly better than blossom, but kind of in that same <laughs> yeah. muddled middle, you know, right. Totally fine episode. Yep. Uh, My number four is blossom. Yeah. It's for the same reasons. There's some funny jokes, but mostly it's kind of the PSAT of it all. All right. Three. I forgot the third TV show we watched. <laughs> <laughs> it's either Saved by the Bell of the Nanny or Fresh Prince. Oh, um, uh, the nanny. I think we're we're now in like the upper echelon, though, because the He's nanny three. might be better than Saved by the Bell. But I have just so much fondness for Saved by the Bell that I it takes its spot uh nanny totally fine episode little jumbled very very funny mm -hmm. want to see more i liked how the nanny this was like season one and usually like, if we've seen like season one family matters or we've seen season mm. one full house my god uh like <laughs> they they start off real bad and then i mean not in full house's case but in family matters they get better uh this already like this is first season and i'm already like I'm on board. Like these right. characters are all pretty fleshed out already. They're all very funny. It's well-written stuff. I get where all these characters are coming from. Uh, I, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff you can go with here. Like I like that Maxwell has money and at the same time, like is in Broadway. So you can go a lot of different stories there. You know, Fran's like a fish out of water. There's a lot of meat on this bone. This particular episode, I like beginning the tension with Max, you know, the will they, won't they, that's a classic, you know, classic, you know, trope. Uh, I like starting that here. I, yeah. I, I'm writing the I, number. This is my third. This is this is a very good episode. All right. I put Say by the Bell three. Um, I feel like all three of these could have been in various positions here. So yes, yeah. they're all. They're at all, this point. They're all great. Yeah, yeah they're. It, all, this is just totally like, subjective opinion on it. Yeah, like a tier. It's all like, yes. like a tier. But so I put Say by the Bell three. So I assume two. You guys have. Mark, who's number two? I got Saved by the Bell at number two. Okay. Uh, once again, I just, I loved what it hit on. I, I so fondly remember this. And uh, I, 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 man, just that last scene on the picnic table. Like it's so strikes so true to me. I just remember like when I think of Saved by the Bell, I do think of that moment. Mm -hmm. um, really funny and stuff. It just, yeah. great episode. My, uh, my number two is uh, Fresh Prince. Yeah. Okay. Um, great acting the episode itself didn't do anything for me all right my number two is the nanny for all the reasons we kind of already touched yeah. on that it was legitimately if we weren't if i wouldn't have confused myself to the dickens by watching additional <laughs> episodes because i would have i would have continued on i would have just watched another nanny after yeah. that yeah i enjoyed it that much so i put it to yeah so then i'll i'll just go because you guys are going to talk about it yeah uh, my number one is say by the bell I thought the episode was hysterical. I remember this very, very fondly. Um, I liked the nostalgia of it. I think that theme song's a banger. I mm. thought Screech's Geraldo was hysterical. Um, yeah. Some minor TV trope issues I have, but that's just TV shows for kids, man. Yep. If you're doing the tropes, you might as well be doing it on the level, say, by the Bells doing it. They're doing it at, like, an ex extreme elite level. Right. We're doing this They're the also, best than anyone else. Um, You know, as weird as this is, uh, now, granted, the show came out 35 years ago at this point. Kill me. Um, <laughs> but 
Uh, there's a um, there's a quaintness to Saved by the Bell mm-hmm. that I really appreciated. Like the show doesn't try even a little bit to be realistic or like look realistic or doesn't have any good camera shots, which I understand, you know, you like you think I'm singing praise for them being bad at this, but the show was still exceptional, even though it looked like a literal high school play. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about a show that had time out too. We didn't, yes, even, we didn't say, get we, that in here. At this point, they stopped it, right? Because it was like uh, season one, very heavy on the whole Zach, like time out, a Ferris yeah. Bueller thing uh, yeah. where he would just, you know, address the audience. Uh, but there's also like the sight gag of like pulling the, you know, the, the, the map of the mall down. And that right. would go on throughout the entire thing. But I get what you're saying, Greg, like there was a very just fun atmosphere about right. this show. I mean, you they know, literally it, just like, hey, let's play a tape and dance for a minute. Right. It's like, oh, okay, that's weird, but I'm into it. <laughs> let's have these guys like <laughs> pretend they're Geraldo or let's like right. go, right. let's do like, I know in another one, they do like a Casablanca ripoff. I remember that right. one. It was uh, fantastical, that. but right. that's yeah. okay. Like it right. felt, the whole show feels like a dream and I'm here for it. Yep. It is kind of like a play with the timeouts too. Like that happens <laughs> in place. Literally. Yeah. All right, so, yeah. uh, so our number one mark is the same. It's yep. Fresh Prince. Fresh what Prince. do you got to say about it? I was assuming I mean, we've we kind of covered it already. Yeah, but. we really did touch on it. Just that that acting moment, the last five minutes are, and I, I'll just tell everybody who's listening to do it again. Just go to YouTube and watch it because you will be blown away by the, the the stark contrast of how like Will Smith up to this point was always enjoyable and fun, and that's the moment he becomes like an actual massive hollywood star like it's just you could just see it and it's fun to watch it happen in person uh and also like lou we really didn't talk too much about him right great part with him too like that whole his interaction with phil and just being like a dad who just doesn't want to be tied down like he is not a good person but in his in his mind he's that's just me like he's accepting right. who he is and like that's tough to pull off as an actor as well so uh, i i just appreciated all the 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 excellent acting that was done in this episode just yeah because he um, has to be nice enough for you to care and like root right. for this but right. also a piece of shit at the right. same time yeah. and he does it he does it though <laughs> he like does that, well. he yeah. nails it you know all right we've done it cool all you good episodes them. you know all all of them were yeah it was fun totally i would watch any one of these again i think we uh we maybe add this in every year i like it yeah. i would i would love to revisit like some of these and maybe add on you know like i said yeah, earlier right, drew right. carey yeah um, yeah i think that would yeah good. i think we switch it up um, maybe every year yeah which brings me to the next thing which is what is the next episode gonna be yeah i got nothing honestly we could um we could do like a year in review kind of mm-hmm. thing where we don't watch anything or we oh, could just jump back into Jump back Five into episodes the uh, of perfect strangers. <laughs> <laughs> we could jump back into Halloween because yeah. then te- technically we we close to. Oh, Halloween. that's true. I'm sure there's Halloween episodes. Of him. Oh man! I'm, since we're in the 90s, I was talking about this with Kat the other day. Remember Bill Clinton's like weird yeah. thumbs up? Right. Right. Yeah. I was thinking point. about it because I actually do this all the time, but that's because I I think that's a funny gesture that Bill Clinton <laughs> did once. I did anybody ever do that ever again? And also what is it so it's, you know 
you know, like when you don't it? want when you don't want to be pointing, but right. you also it's like is that what it is? Like that's exactly pointing, what it is. But without pointing, he had a tendency with all of his speeches to point at people when he was doing it, and that's considered rude. And it's considered like when you're doing debates, it's considered jarring to do. Sure. So they mm. taught him to not to do keep his hand the way he always was, but just do like this, this fist thing. That's Very it. Interesting. That's all it was. It was like a, a debate thing that he just kept going after the debates were over. And just, Smart. Yeah. Right. It's all it was. Mm. <laughs> Um, I, I kind of want to save the Halloween ones for October, right? I mean, or like spooky ones or something like that for October. That's true. I guess technically, like, we, we should probably do two episodes this this month since this is actually August. This episode, right? Yeah, this right. would technically count as August episode, right? right. So I yeah, know, I like, guess we're we not could do like there. a back to school episode. I don't know. Though there's got to be plenty of those out there. Maybe there might know, be. Sure. We'll have to check. That could be a good one. Yeah, back I don't know. I think we might have to. Yeah, ruminate on this. I, I usually discuss. have an idea, but I'm I'm out of them. Disney episodes and TJF adjacent episodes were my two ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I have many written down here. The original first episode was celebrity guest stars. There's probably plenty to do another set of those if we wanted. Mm-hmm. To. Oh yeah. Oh. Um, but let me see what back to school brings because it's got to be something. Yeah, or it's just yeah. school in general. Maybe right. I, I kind of like the topical ones based on the month that yeah. we. Yeah, I wouldn't mind so, another I mean, clueless episode. Yeah. Yeah, place in a school. Oh, right. Wow. Okay. You want to go back to Clueless? I thought that was a fine. I thought that. I mean, Ooh. we watched the first episode of Clueless, and we were all yeah. like, "I could see the potential oh, here." Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, all let's right. watch a little bit more of this. Yeah. Let yeah, me yeah, see yeah. Like, what I can find. I think. Right. And honestly, there. there's. I mean, hang with Mr. Cooper. That's that he's is cool. all. That's just, I mean, yeah. right. He's a teacher. Right. That would Cooper. be a good time to get another hang with Mr. Cooper episode. Cooper. Which, is there a dinosaurs episode about no, there, school? Yeah. There's plenty I'm of them where they're at school. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all right, then... let's try that. Let's try to do something school related. Yeah. All right. right. All right. Okay. Back to school, bitches. Oh, right. we're back. <laughs> all right. It's time you for nerds. plugs. <laughs> you nerds. Go time and make plugs. a bunch of cupcakes, you fat yeah, cake eating nerds. <laughs> plugs. Uh, WTWTF. Uh, today is August 30th. So hopefully by the middle of September, if you're listening to this, you will also have the esteemed pleasure of listening to a new episode of wcwtf go get it yeah awesome awesome and in the meantime you can follow megastar mark and megastar mark on the tweet machines and also follow us at the wcwtf podcast which is the side project that greg and i do uh at wcwtf podcast on twitter i am scouring ebay and and etsy for all sorts of fun stuff i uh, had a little bit of interaction with conrad thompson the the pod oh, yeah. father wow there. the pod uh, father himself yeah. so you know we, we always enjoy finding weird stuff weird pro wrestling memorabilia we share it with everybody we interact uh we have a good time so give us a follow yeah go do that very entertaining uh my plug is the nation of conversations the also a wrestling podcast we just recently and will be very soon hopefully around when this time when this comes out we're watching this show on stars heels yes i saw that uh, Stephen amell wrestling program on on stars so interesting um, it's an interesting we are very split on it some of us (laughs) fucking hate it some of us Think it's okay none of us love it <laughs> a, <rousing laughs> <Or> a split <laughs> a split yeah. i think there's room to grow here uh it was written by somebody who the dude who did loki oh, so loki like and everybody loves that show so i feel like there's more uh meat on the bone that we haven't gotten to yet but we're watching heels we're making our way through it and it's 
currently airing on stars so you could follow along if you want to it's kind of an exciting time to be a wrestling fan yeah my oh God, forget about that one company yeah is like imploding while the other is rapidly growing yeah yeah just to have uh it cm is... punk return i might actually i mean I, have, I literally haven't purchased a pay-per-view ever in my entire life and i'm oh, thinking right. i might i might buy yeah. all out this sunday it like, is I'm hype. I yeah. want to see Daniel Bryan show up. I oh, want to God see you. Punk wrestle. Right. There's a lot. Kenny Omega is, you know, like biggest star on the planet. Like mm-hmm. I'm into this. This is such a rare time in WWE history where I'm actually, you know, I've been following this since I was five years old, where right. I really feel like this is the lowest point that this company is at right now, where mm-hmm. there is a likelihood that I think a better than 50% likelihood that this shit is getting sold. Like the Vince will not is he's cleaning house to sell the company. Like, I really yeah. do feel like you can't, if he really wanted to hold on to it, he would not allow all this stuff to go on. Even yeah. at 70 something years old, you know, so it's anyway, wild. It's wild. Weird. Every yeah. time I think it's so we started the podcast in 2016, mostly because of people like punk and Brian and those yeah. folks yeah. and the NXT of it all. I've never seen something I love going to such a tailspin. And every time, like every six months when I'm on the show, I'm like, can't get any worse than this. It <laughs> gets so much worse oh every God, time. Dude. It never gets better. So no. I, no. it's very bizarre. It's very yeah. bizarre. It's what a, what a time to be following it's this It's a wild stuff. time. Yep. Yeah, it's a wild blast. But you go check all that stuff out. We'll be back with school episodes soon probably that was fun thanks for doing it guys we'll see you soon peace out everybody bye